the truth. Hello, Americans. It looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? You want an abortion? Get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another episode of We the People Radio. I'm your host, always, James, and joining me is my portly fellow friend, the angry garden gnome himself, the right wing cigar king, Mr. Alan Jacoby. Some intro. Yeah, I know. I was fucking hyping you up, dude. Being nice, <laughs> being nice for once. When am I ever nice to Alan? Fuck that guy. Actually, someone told me to get fucked in the morning. I love it. Um, but today, today, we are live on all of our platforms Rumble, Cloud Hub, Kick. Like, subscribe, follow, do all that stuff to help us with the algorithm. We're heavily shadow banned, just like uh, the guest that we have today. I'm very excited to have on uh, someone that I met pretty recently, uh, Mr. Frank, the host of the NPC show. Welcome, my friend. Hey, welcome. Thanks for having me. Dude, absolutely. I'm excited to finally make this happen. We've I've been uh, hanging out on your show the past couple of weeks, having a blast. And yeah. uh, finally, you get to venture over to us domestic terrorists. The NPC, everybody, if you're not watching the NPC show, you have to. I mean, literally, it, it's, I've been watching for years. And it was just funny because my wife literally was the one that found you. We spoke about off air. And, and the, I, I just got to say, because the, the thing that she says, you, you, you got to watch this guy, Frank. They were gang stalking him. He's, I don't even think he's living in the United States now, you know, back then. And he just, mm-hmm. he talks about, Every time he sees a nice pair of tits, he's like, "Oh yeah, them titties!" And I'm like, oh, I, "I got, I gotta watch. I have to watch the NBC show now." And that's where it, it all started. You know, it's funny is I, I actually noticed uh, Pelosi's knockers long before the beach photo. So when that started circulating, I saw all the memers like, "Wow, she's got big naturals," and I'm like, "You guys barely noticed that? They're definitely not naturals. They're definitely not nats. Those are fake oh, as shit." Not. 
I don't think they're fake. Yeah, have you seen her photo with JFK? At her age, there's not enough saggage and wrinklage. She's got them propped up. Like when you're in the in your 80s, them things are like indented, dude. It's fucking gross. Those are not those are not normal 80 year old titties. I'm telling you right now, I'd be willing to bet money she got them things done and maybe lifted. I don't know. They're pretty big in her. You seen the picture with her next to JFK? I'm not saying that that they weren't big back in the day, but like women are very particular, like uh, about their bodies. So like if your titties that you've had really nice titties your entire life start to sag and get wrinkly, you're probably Mm -hmm. with the millions of dollars that you have going to go get them fixed up to make sure that they look like a nice set, a nice set again. Um, Yeah, Have you seen um, Zelensky's wife? No, I haven't. Before and after foreign aid, you should look it up. <laughs> oh, she's sad, no. Yeah. No. yeah, before and after foreign aid. I'm gonna look, look it up. I'm gonna look up right now. I'm gonna look that up right now. But while I'm looking that up, Frank, tell everybody where they could find you, where they can watch the NPC show. You have awesome content. It's really funny how uh, I texted Alan one morning. I went, I went on your show. I was like, Yeah, I'm, I'm doing this show called the NPC show. He's like, Is the host name Frank? I'm like, Yeah, he's a really cool guy. He's like, dude, I watch this show every fucking day. Like, I get the fuck out of here. I'm like, no way, dude. I was <laughs> quite mean. I mean, white. Shout out to white memes. Legend yeah. who made the intro. Uh, but tell everybody where they can find your show, where they can follow you on socials and, and all that fun stuff. So I'm in a lot of the same places that uh, James is. Uh, Foxhole. Uh, also Rumble. I have six channels there. Well, realistically, you just need to follow the main one, the NPC show, and then I, I do a long news show. I don't know, you know, you know, it's odd. Is I, I find a more more other content creators watch my show than actual viewers, because if you look at my numbers, they're not that high, right? Uh-huh. But it's like every time I meet a content creator, like, you watch my show. My show sucks. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't think very highly of my show. I, I, I all I do is read news like shit because I suck at reading. I read news like shit, and then I just make jokes about it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I, I I essentially read off the Gateway Pundit a, a bunch of stories throughout like a one hour show, that gets chopped up into little clips, and then I sort that out into the, the six different channels on Rumble. I'm also on Kick. That's going to be like the new home where we like we do extended hangouts and whatnot. Uh, just kind of sit around and, and watch other videos together, whether they're political or not. Um, <clears throat> I'm still on YouTube somehow. I have no idea, but don't yeah, you don't need impressive. to go there. Don't even no don't no, no fuck you too. Yeah, fuck oh, you. No no. Yeah, I don't need the ad revenue really. Oh, and here's the fun part. I I got banned from Twitter. Yeah, I got when? banned. When? Uh, about two weeks ago. So yeah. I, it's you funny how they do the ban. So I, I I got banned from Twitter, a little about almost two months ago, right? And I I got banned because all the DeSantis accounts went after me and a few other accounts. And I was one of them that got nuked. I was verified, 20,000 something followers. They got rid of me, I lost both appeals. But they tell you, now now it's probably gonna happen because I'm saying it, but they tell you like, well, you can't have an account ever again. So what do I do? Mm -hmm. I I get another email, I make an account. After 30 days, they let me verify. So like I'm back on Twitter. And I'm starting over. I think I have like 1,900 followers. So when you're banned on Twitter, what's to say you just can't have start another account? Well, I mean, I have a, another one. I don't use it, though. I don't post to it. I just use it to DM people. Right. But um, I mean, I already had the account made. I didn't make a new one. Yeah. But I, here's the thing, though. Like a blessing in disguise. After I got nuked from Twitter, I found myself to – I had so much free time. 
So now that's and that's that's also why I started parking everyone over on Kick because it's it, it kind of it, it's an extended hangout type of place. You know those those those, those Twitch streamers who they stream for like eight hours or twelve yep. hours, something like that, where we just kind of hang out and watch videos together and you know laugh about things. So it's it's been okay, um, but I I rushed to move people from YouTube over to Kick because generally when you get banned from one of the big three, Facebook, yeah. YouTube, or uh, Twit Twitter. They 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 kind of notify each other and you get banned from all the others. That hasn't happened yet. I mean, I'm I'm banned from uh, all the places that's Chinese controlled. Uh, Trovo, D Live, uh, TikTok. Uh, what else is it? Technically, Twitter. I had gotten banned off TikTok and my Facebook page is so throttled. You know, forty like forty two thousand followers and I used to get tens of thousands of people to see the videos and then mm -hmm. they restricted me, told me they were restricting me, and now I get a few hundred. It's like your page is not being recommended. We don't care about what you have to say. We hate what you have to say. We're gonna restrict your page. It's crazy. Just and yeah. what we have to do, you just mentioned, Frank, like you, you got nuked off Twitter, and it was a blessing in disguise because you had a lot more time. So content creators, especially in the political world, mm -hmm. or whether it's truth or world, whatever you want to call it, where we have to duck and weave on social media constantly. It's constantly a game, whether we have to make a new account, we have to post here to try to drag people into our shows on all these different channels. It's just not like, mm -hmm. hey, I can go find Frank here, no problem. But you have to find Frank. So what are we doing? We're constantly posting on social media, and how much people don't realize how much time it, it takes to do all that. Yeah, we were just talking well, about yeah, I'm also on Truth Social and Getter. Uh, if anyone's um, looking for where I'm at, uh, yeah, I mean you can find everywhere that I'm at at uh, thenpcshow.com. I made my. Oh, here's a funny part. I got suspended for uh, a week uh, on Twitter like uh, two months ago. Like this is before my ban, uh -huh. and I spent that week building a website. So again, it, it was it was literally like I've been doing this for three and a half years. Never had a website because I'm always busy. I'm always you know, marketing, promoting, posting memes, yep, whatever yeah. it is, whether that's on Twitter or on YouTube. And um, and then he suspended me for a week. I'm like, I have nothing to do. I'm like, well, might as well learn how to build a website. <laughs> so I did watch a few YouTube videos, and now the NPCShow.com is live. There's a mailing list as well. You can sign up on the right-hand side, and I, I don't spam. I only send a notice. It's basically an email notification for when I go live, and that's it. Because YouTube nice. doesn't send them out, so it's like, nah, you know. So why what, doesn't send them out? So what got you into starting the whole live streaming? I know, and I know we're going to get into it because you had a whole issue with getting gang stalked the way you yeah, literally I, you you lived out of the country and stuff. James, what's up? I said I want to I want to get into that because you were yeah. telling me about that the first time I came on the show and a little bit this afternoon, but you never we never got really deep into it. And I I, I want to hear your story because it's happening yeah. to a lot of people uh, that yeah. are being attacked or infiltrated. So um, how did you? Yeah, like Alan said, how did you get started with with the show? Yeah, so um, I mean the whole the the a lot of it started back when I was in LA. I used to have a career. I had I, you know, I have a master's degree, went to school for twenty years. I was in, in the office setting for ten years. Uh, you know, worked at a variety of uh, corporate headquarters, and it, you know I did pretty good. But the the last the last big job that I had, uh, Unified Grocers, um, there was literally um, a, a plot to set me up for an embezzlement scheme. It involved my boss, and it involved some chick from recruiting. Um, I only found out about it like long after I was gone, but, uh, essentially, you know, in, in, well, I was in HRIS and we had to deal with a lot of like database stuff, managing people and their data mm -hmm. and making sure who's in what list and, you know, and everyone gets paid. Right. Mm -hmm. So on a day that my boss goes on vacation, 
uh, the recruiter comes up to my desk and she says, hey, Debbie just took off and I need to add these two people, blah, 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 right? Uh, and um, there's only two people who have that kind of access. And that's me and my boss. And so I, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I, I don't want to be a dick and like hold up operations. So I let her do her thing. But as soon as she took off, I sent her an email to confirm what she did. So if if she didn't respond to it, then I will I will obviously go to straight to a director, you know, like immediately. Uh, she, did, she did respond and says, "Oh yeah, those are the two people I added in." Yeah, and then so um the next thing I know, the following weekend, it, everyone's acting a little weird, you know, they're they're treating me like I was some criminal, and um the my my boss okay so that girl the recruiter who who did that was on her way out of the company. She's gonna move over to Taco Bell. <clears throat> corporate headquarters okay. and so um you know here we needed someone to kind of jot down what she knew and create process manuals and whatnot right so my boss tells me to set up a meeting with her at my desk and she can show me uh how to do everything like that and, and I, I can screen cap it um but at the same time my boss was called into another meeting that was mandatory and then so here we are we had this plan she was going to come up and um uh show me how to teach me how to do what she does on my computer. And then uh, last minute, she was told that she couldn't do it on my computer, she has to do it on her computer. So we, I went down to HR to go do this at her, her computer. And they, there was a third person, the other recruiter was sitting around listening to what was going on. And, they, and after, throughout the whole training session, they determined that dude, Frank doesn't even know how to use that software. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so the software that was required to add the employees into payroll to get they can get paid, I didn't even know how to. I didn't even know it existed, you know. So here she's uh, she's teaching me this. The third girl's listening to what she's teaching me, and I clearly don't know what this what the software is. So yep. they determined then it, that it wasn't me. Uh, I don't, for whatever reason, why no one was arrested, I had no idea. But so they I, were embezzling money through the payroll software and trying to say like you, make you the fall guy. Like were they actually embezzling money? Well, the, the two employees didn't exist. So they were oh, so they were phantom employees who were getting paid. Ex well, so so not, I don't think a single check actually went out. I mean, they were me attempting to. Yeah, me, me personally, I I prior to that job, I worked in FPNA at BCBG, some fashion company, okay. uh, and there we managed budgets. Like I had to meet up with a bunch of department heads and ask them, oh, why are you over budget? Why are you under budget? You know, and right. that that alone. Adding two employees and having payroll go up, like we were projected. Let's say, let's say for example, we were expected to spend ten thousand this month on payroll. Mm -hmm. Why is it this month that we are twelve thousand? Yeah, you know, that's All a simple, a simple question. And I, me knowing, me knowing how budgets are managed, I would have never done something like that. Well, uh, you're, you're Asian, so you're hired. You're really good at math. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, correct. Not all Asians are good at math. Uh, I actually got a D in calculus too. Yeah, I, and I and, and I worked with calculus shows enough. I never even got that far, my friend. And all the stereotypes are not true because I actually years ago worked with an Asian who was a very good driver. So all the stereotypes are not true. Well, I mean, good driver. You got to factor in Johnny Tran and you know Tokyo Drift, the whole movie. There's a bunch of Asian drivers that are real good, but they're few yeah. and far between. So, yeah. so after all that, when you left, finally the the I guess corporate life, then mm -hmm. it was all right. Like where did how did the like did the gang the, the the gang stalking thing happen after like when you started streaming like that like how, how did that 
Star. Oh no. So so um so basically oh so here's some other tidbits of the story. Yeah. So that was my first we really like major incident of like oh people are trying to screw me over right at the same time that summer uh you know i've always wanted to leave la never liked i wanted to leave since i was 26 took me till i was 33 to get out but it was always either a job a lease or a girlfriend that kept me in town but in that summer it all ended at the same time so um, sounds like a perfect storm yeah so what i did was um i uh i took all my things and i like so my lease is expiring and so uh, instead of finding another place, I just said, okay, let's just rent this thing called a pod. You put all your stuff in there and then you store it for you. And then I can roam around the country, see where I want to settle or where I end up and then just summons the box. Uh, and so that's the service by the way. So yeah, my mind yeah. belonged to sat in the Las Vegas desert for two years while I lived out of my car for two years while I was in Denver. And while, while all this was going on every, every once in a random while, Someone would just park like 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 I'm in a big empty parking lot. The theater is not open, you know. I'm I'm on the sixth floor. The whole place is empty, right. and they'll park right in front of me and just sit there and stare at me all day. And oh. that, that was kind of the beginning of it. And on top of that, um, there was a friend of mine. Uh, I was friends with him since at college, and um, at some point, I I discovered that he was making uh, child pornography. And Your friend. I, yeah. Yeah, was making, or, more. making uh, or distributing or both? Uh, likely both. That's um, yeah. I and wow. by the way, I actually told the story once on a Zach Payne show. Uh-huh. Uh On July, I was on his show July 4, twenty twenty one, and I, I, yeah. So I've, I've already been through this uh, story, but if anyone, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think. Did I do a? Anyways, anyways. So, yeah. So I figured that out, and it, it wasn't. You know, it's like. It's some weird, a weird series of events. Like one, um, like I start telling him about, I, t- I talk to him about like, oh, there's this child trafficking going on and things like that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, because I, I actually just started getting into YouTube, like watching YouTube's on videos. I was like, what the hell? All this shit's going on, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I start talking to him about it. I, I didn't, I didn't realize he was part of it. He's part of the industry. You know, so I'm just telling him, I'm like, look, look what the heck's going on. Because the reason why we got to talking about it was because his, his children, his two kids, a daughter and a son had very weird mannerisms. He had he was doing this and he had young kids. Yeah. Well, they're they're the ones he was he was filming. He oh, was doing, I, holy shit. Oh, my. And possibly renting out because um, I can tell That's you, uh, thing, yeah. like, like, I'll give you a, a weird example. Like, like they, they had these weird mannerisms, like his daughter was six and his son was four or so and um did so uh, on a side note there's this thing this <laughs> there's a thing called ball clapping okay <laughs> where um what? What I was, is it called? Okay, ball? So, uh, ball clapping okay. on a completely side note i went to vegas a long time ago with my cousins and we, we this guy was with us this, this pedophile dude and there's no you didn't know at the time was a pedophile Obviously. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so you know we, we were hanging out at the hotel and then um you know, you, you know the, the thing where you wiggle your hips back and forth and you slap your nuts against your thighs and it goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was doing that, and then he he had um, like he he mentioned it, and then his friend was here, his kids were in the living room playing, and then he's like, Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, He's like, He tells his friend, Yeah, this, this guy can ball club, and I, I start doing it, and then his daughter has this weird like reaction to it. Like, like almost as if like she was interested or intrigued, like, like oh, 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 you know. And I was like, what the heck? He's six. 
and, and other things like um this other day i was one day i was working in my on my car in his garage his kids are just in the garage playing you know and one of his co-workers shows up at the house parks starts walking towards the garage and his son uh goes up to the guy and just pulls his pants down his own pants down and shows the guy his the the, the, the i'm talking about the, the four-year-old yeah four-year-old goes up to the guy pulls up his pants and shows him as well and his sister had to like pull it up like the kid was programmed to do that yeah 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 like someone showed up like here's my so whatever yeah. happened to this guy like what is this well, guy uh, should be my, dead my whole thing, at, at the time i was all, i was still living out of my car it was just uh it was a thing that i it was just something i wanted to do because i knew i was like okay so here's what happened i knew i was gonna get it laid off because our company was being acquired the same company i worked for right Mm-hmm. Um, my lease expired three weeks before the day I thought we were going to get laid off. So I just didn't move. I didn't, I didn't sign up for a new apartment. I just moved everything into that pods and kept it away. I lived out of my car. And then, um, for, then my, my term and my separation, they got pushed back to like October. So here I am living out of my car for already three months. And it, as the, you know, as the months go on, you know, I, okay, I do my taxes, things like that. I'm waiting for all that to wrap up so I can leave. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, in in in, <laughs> in in the meantime, I'm still living in America. Well, so here's the here's the thing, like my tax return plus the 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 electric car grant that I got the free money from the state for having an electric car, um, that wasn't coming till the next year, and that's what was going to help me resettle in Denver. So if I got a new apartment, that money's gone. It's it's going to rent, and then I would go to Denver with nothing. So that was the reason why I lived out of my car. And also at the time, I bought a plug-in hybrid, and I was. I was I basically tried to tap the power system to mine crypto out of it, which I did. I mined I didn't mind a lot. I mined like maybe a half an Ethereum throughout huh. the time. So it worked out. Free electricity and just mining Bitcoin in my car while I live in it, you know? That's pretty cool. Um, that's pretty impressive, actually. That is pretty impressive. Yeah, so so with all of this, um, you know, I'm still living in my car. I go go to visit him every once in a while. And then there was just another thing and another thing. Like he invited me over to uh him and his friend's house at Super Bowl. And, you know, we're just chatting, we're just talking, talking, talking. And then the guy, he turned out he's he's a Trump supporter. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. We started talking about Trump stuff, you know. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's he's uh, he's he's closing the border. He's, you know, you know, yeah. basically what he what he's doing is uh, putting a kibosh on this whole child trafficking type of deal. And I mean, I, and I, I said something along the lines of, I guess this child trafficking thing is rampant. And this whole, prior to that, this whole time it's like, oh, you're Trump guy, good, yeah, yeah, you know, and we're cool and blah, 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 blah. And then the moment I mentioned uh, child trafficking and, and child pornography, he says, don't believe everything you hear. He's like, come on, honey, we gotta go. And within 15 minutes, him, him and his wife are gone. That's weird. That's very yeah, weird. red flags for sure. Over. Yeah, Super Bowl was not over, but he just said, oh, honey, we gotta go. And I was like, what the heck? Which, so, which Super Bowl is the largest child uh, human trafficking date. In, it's like a holiday for human trafficking is the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. The, the, all, the, the, the all-star prostitutes fly in town. Yep. Why? Oh, just be, because of the, of, the, of the demand of, of, of what these sick perverts want, you mean? Yep. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, okay. it's number one human trafficking. Like more people are trafficked on the Super Bowl because it's, it's so, such large crowds. Everybody's gathering. So like if you're trafficking humans yeah. – Let's just bring a whole bunch of humans there to traffic and make deals with, and no one's going to say anything other, otherwise because yeah. there's so many fucking people there. I knew there was a good reason, another good reason for me to hate football, and that was it. <laughs> that just yeah. Again. I mean, at an event where every seat's five figures, they definitely have money for a blow jay, you know. 
so so what happened so so what happened to this guy like where is he today well so i you know i just kind of took off i didn't talk when i when i left la i didn't talk to anyone i mean i don't talk to my family anymore anyways so i have a huge family didn't really never really saw eye to eye with them and so i took off i i I, I got rid of my Facebook. I just like, you know, I got to move on. So moving to Denver was more than just like starting a new life. I had to, I had to like leave behind everything. And I was just kind of like, I don't want to deal with that anymore. Start wow. fresh. Yeah. And so, um, I left, you know, I left LA, went to Denver, did never talk to this guy again. It, it was just weird. Cause it was like, and then there was another, another incident where, you know, because I kept talking to him about child trafficking. I'm like, dude, this is like some messed up stuff. Because I was watching, you know, tons of videos, SGT report and whatnot. Yeah. I was watching a, a lot of awful videos about it. So I'm, I'm showing him these videos. And I'm trying to tell – the reason why I was also telling him was so, so that he can keep his kids safe. Because, again, his kids had weird mannerisms, and I didn't know why. You, you know? didn't have any suspicion, like, when you were hanging out with him at, at, at any point saying, hey, why every time I, I mention child trafficking, this guy gets all weirded out and his kids have these weird mannerisms? Exactly. I did. I, 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 did. I did think about it. And that's also another reason why I stopped talking to him, you know? Um, I mean, from, you know, generally when you, when you figure something, about, something out about that, you know, you go to the cops or something, right? But at the same time, I've been watching SGT report. And what they've been saying is that the cops are in on it. So if yep. I told the cops what it what it help me at all well i think you know? i think it depends i think it depends on the situation it depends on the jurisdiction yeah. and it depends on the actual people involved like is every yeah. cop in on it no but i get it and then you have to you have to think about well who's going to target you if you've stumbled mm-hmm. upon something big it's something yeah. that not everybody i get you know some people could say oh frank you should have said something but i get it you know yeah. the, these organizations have- yeah these organizations that run these child trafficking rings are very sophisticated uh, they're, they're clearly evil, and if they're willing to do those kinds of things to children, which is one of the most evil things you could possibly do, think about what they're willing to do to shut you up so you don't blow the whistle. Um, yeah. it, it, it is definitely something uh, to, to be mindful for and, and figure out. And, and at the same time, we've we've covered on this show how our Border, border Patrol agents, how uh, CPS and DHS are all involved in the human trafficking, in trafficking these children. Um, so it's not a far stretch to think and, and to see if they've tapped into a lot of these police police departments as well. You're absolutely right. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, these kids, these kids' lives are at stake. And, um, you know, whether it's an anonymous report or something, there's there's got to be something that we can direct people to do if, if you come into a situation like that. Yeah, I mean, the other part was that my thing was I didn't exactly have evidence. I don't have any of the photographs. I don't have any of the material. So what am I going to present to the cops anyways? You're right. It's like, hey, I think this guy's trafficking kids. All right. How how are we supposed to know? Yeah. 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 And 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 also there was another there was another incident where he was he was trying to be he's being facetious i don't know how facetious he's actually being but he was like i like child porn look i like child porn he's flashing me pictures of his new daughter yeah that's that's evidence right there (laughs) it's evidence but how can you can't present it that's just still hey this guy this guy showed me a new picture of his daughter yeah it was never in my possession right if he sent um, it to you it would be a different story you can go to the cops with that right away it's like one of those things it's that's true if he was transmitting the porn it's it's different it's yeah and there, and some people are smart some, about it, and some people are stupid. The stupid people get caught, and eventually, you hope that the smart people make a mistake and get caught, 
which happens also, but the child trafficking is running rampant. I mean, look at the movie they just made about it, which is just blowing yeah. up everywhere. Me and James are having a discussion about that today over text messages, and there's a lot of stuff coming out about that, which I'm sure we'll get into. But I want to get finish more of your stories. So at this point now, you're living in Denver, Colorado, and you and you just you started over. You you cut ties with everybody. How did mm-hmm. that go? So still uh, still living out of my car. I did it for about a year. Wow. Um, I, you know, you apply for work, you never really get any good interviews. Uh, I got a few interviews, like one for um, uh, HSS, Health Security Services. They, they basically do um, security services for like children's hospitals and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be a position with an HR. So I go and I go to that interview and you know what happens? There's four ladies and they're all just fucking with me the entire time. Like in what just, way? They were never serious about hiring me. They're just like, like, the whole way imagine you go into an interview there's four of them and it's one of you and then they're just like asking all these like stupid questions um like oh i like like she'll take my resume and say oh you said blah 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 blah. i think you mean blah 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 blah. they're trying to manipulate me into like saying something that like i didn't do that for a living no it's i wrote it clearly that's what i do for for a living at that at that one job and then so they're trying to i don't know what whatever it is they're trying to get me to like say my resume is not what it is that's what i'm saying it doesn't make sense the whole conversation didn't make sense i'm just there for them to fuck with me right you know sometimes with that is you have four people interviewing you for a job and you don't know how many people they're hiring let's say they're hiring one or two people and they already know of the person that they want to hire and it's formality so this is just like we got to interview everybody but you're not we know we're not hiring you because we already know who we're going to hire so that that could be a why they were screwing with you too it's just it's 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 odd you know so real yeah, well, here's the other part the, for for that job because it sounded like a pretty good job so i actually went and i had a lot of my portfolio printed in color which cost me a lot of money and at the end of it all they're like okay we're gonna keep these okay and, and they literally took all the copies and i'm like dude these are expensive. and you took them they're they're in color i'm telling you that the whole conversation it wasn't it wasn't even like oh we weren't planning to hire you they brought me in disinvestment and it wasn't the only one there was a number of interviews i went to with that were the same way they knew exactly who i was i was brought there just for them to screw with me just for them to waste my time and was this you were still doing your show at the time no 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 this is long before youtube oh, okay so me I, yeah well, i was not a public figure at all this is me in Denver, and then um, what happened was I finally got a job, like offer, and it was to become trained to become a data scientist. It was all the way in Atlanta. So I packed up everything in my car, and I drove across country to move to this place in Atlanta. Okay, and before even before the, the gig started, I asked them, hey, do you, is there anything you need me to start learning, reviewing? I'll, I'll do that before I even start the gig. They're like, no, no, just show up. It's fine. I show up there, and it's just like freaking rocket science shit. And I, I'm like, dude, I needed time to learn all this stuff. I didn't even tell me that I would yeah. need like highly advanced mathematics beyond linear algebra, beyond all the calculus I've ever taken linear beforehand. But they said, no, no, just show up. And then, um, so I'm in this program and, um, I'm basically, so I'm, yeah, I'm basically forced to live with a group of dudes who are also training for the same thing. Uh-huh. And on one of the nights that I, uh, that, that, that I'm staying there, so one the, after the first night I stayed there, in the morning I had trouble breathing. I'm like, what the heck's going on? Like my chest felt weird, right? On the second night, I wake up in the middle of the night and my door's open. There's a light in the hallway and they, they, they basically opened one of those roach bombs with the fan blowing into my room. 
like messing with you, like the the roach bomb fumigation shit, just yeah. blowing it. I'm like, what the heck is yeah. that about? That's so fun. yeah. So, crazy. so there was that. I called the I called Atlanta PD uh-huh. to come and, and you know give me some cover while I pack up and leave. And then um they went in, they asked some questions, and then uh by the time I'm done packing, I opened the door, the cops are already gone. I was like, what the fuck? They didn't even wait for me. So then I called the station. I'm like, I wanted to talk to them about what happened. And then they wouldn't even take a police report. That's so all weird. this going on with the, the, the shit in Denver and then the shit in um, uh, Atlanta, uh, everyone around me my whole life is just fucking with me at this point. That's so weird. Like, what is it about you? Well, why are they screwing with you? Like, why are you getting screwed? Exactly. So it's, 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 one, of, it's one of the two. It's, it's either got something to do with that group, uh, would that set me up for that investment scheme? Or it's got to do, well, it might be both. It might be the, the second person because, of, you know, like I had figured out he's making child prawn. Mm-hmm. And he's, so now it's like, oh, know. so he put me on a list, right? So it's one of the two. I don't know. But the, the, the embezzlement issue, the embezzlement situation happened before this guy and, and the child prawn. Hmm. Uh, so so, so I, I want to circle back real quick to the, because people in the chat had some, some good comments. Our friend Brandy. Uh, she said, uh, don't, and Amanda said, don't ever get the child porn in your hands. Don't get it in your possession, even if it's to turn in as evidence. Uh, cause oh, they, yeah, I don't. Yeah, use yeah, that well, against you. Which, but I, I want to say that for people that are listening that, that, you know, if, yeah. uh, and, and Brandy also reached out and said, uh, uh, if you need any help and how to figure out or how to approach, uh, bringing this stuff to the authorities, this is what Brandy does for a living. So reach out to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter, yeah. I'm saying for the people in the yeah. audience that are oh, okay, that okay, listening cool. that might be in a similar situation and not um, know what to do and be scared to be a whistleblower putting their lives in danger. Brandy does this for a living, uh, yeah. and she knows exactly what to do. She goes, she goes, she said she goes after these bad guys daily. I can give them, uh, I, I can handle giving it to a vetted CID, so uh, she's very well aware of how to handle it and and bring the evidence to the authorities with while keeping you anonymous if you're nervous about uh turning something like that in to to people so for those that are listening if you're in a situation that like that that frank's been in where you find out someone that you know uh is is doing some kitty kitty shit and disgusting evil shit um reach out to brandy she'll gladly help you or reach out to me or alan or, or frank and uh i'll tell, i'll connect frank i'll connect you with brandy she's awesome uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, so, but yeah, so back to the whole embezzlement thing that, that happened. I mean, that happened after Trump got elected, but before the, the guy I found out about the, the kitty prawn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- that may have very well been, cause I don't know if you heard, if, I don't know if you know about some of the other people who were Trump supporters in 2017, they all had their careers destroyed. Uh, Zach a lot of people business. Yeah, Zach Payne from Red Pill 78 had a business managing, yeah. I think man, building and managing websites for people. Yep. They all, they all boycotted him when they found out he was a Trump supporter. Uh, Marfugel, a- Adam from Marfugel News, uh, used to be uh, working a bank, and he had his work sabotaged. He was fired for being a Trump supporter. Uh, and then this happened to me. <clears throat> Same thing happened to James Munder. So you know, even be- even without that the the Kitty Prawn guy in the picture, uh, this is these things are already happened to me, and it may have very well started from the the election of Trump. I was a supporter of him back then, very adamant, loud supporter. Yep. Like every, yes. I didn't think he was gonna win. I, I did it like as a joke to like spite all my friends. Actually, I did it mostly to spite my ex girlfriends because they're you know <laughs> they're all Hillary supporters. So I'm like, all right, well I'm a Trump supporter. Yeah, so, you know. 
everything that you're saying, I, I know um, to be fact as far as people getting fucked with, if you're a Trump supporter back when he was running the first time, even now, when he was running the first time and I had come out and supported him and done whatever I could to help and, you know, campaigns and stuff like that. I've, I've been political since I'm 18 years old. Mm. And even before that, I am self-employed. And what's interesting was, you know, in my own business, people would call, Frank, people would call my business. I had to find my 800 number or even sometimes my cell phone number and call and say, hey, you, <laughs> you have this guy, you know, Alan Jacoby working for you. He's a white supremacist. He's a Trump supporter. And they would actually, so I, they would, had me on the phone, Frank. They had me. And I said, really? I says, well, do you have any evidence of this? I had a guy, he owned a car wash not too far from me, right? Mm -hmm. Just a hardcore liberal. And he had taken screenshots of my social media of me talking about progressive liberals and what I thought about them and sent them to me saying, look what this guy's saying. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I would, I would toy, you know, string them along until finally tell them, well, Hey asshole, I am Alan Jacoby and I own the bit own the company. And then you just wasted 45 minutes of your time telling me about this really <laughs> bad guy named Alan. But mm -hmm. people have literally tried to get me fired from my own business Mm -hmm. because I'm a Trump supporter. And there are people out there who aren't as fortunate as me who, is, who, who have their own businesses who that has happened to and have lost their jobs or their jobs were sabotaged because they support the big, bad, orange boogeyman. It's horrible. It's different in today's age, too, because now they're like, like say you own a restaurant or you own like a, a service business and you have Yelp and you have the BBB and you have oh. all these these outlets where these crazy lunatics, just because you're a Trump supporter, will go and give you these terrible reviews and send letters to these organizations that will end up hurting your business or like, you know, God forbid, I've heard stories of people that uh, had the health board called on them. They, you know, they, they were told the health board was told lies yes. about their restaurant. Child um, protective services. If yep. they find out you have children yep. that happened to a good friend, uh, the, the Patriot Parby, uh, the real Lindsey Graham. She yep. owned an unbelievable salon in Oregon. She refused. They owned businesses, her and her husband. She refused to shut down for COVID lockdowns. The, literally the municipality, her village, her the, the town she China. lived in, called Child Protective Services on her. Said, yeah, she has mold in her toilet bowl. She has a crazy story. She's in Arizona now doing great things. But that, they'll go after you for that, for being a Trump supporter, for not – uh, 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 complying with COVID lockdowns, like literally bad things. Uh, boycott your business and, and just try to shut you down, that mob mentality. And they're, they're still doing it every day. Obviously, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know, uh, Jenna Seppi, it happened to her too. Her, her business, her bikini business over on, um, uh, what's, that, what's that place where you make your own stuff? I, I got to ask it, I, if... Uh, I don't know, but if Genesepi's listening right now, our kick isn't working for some reason. I don't know if the fuck is going on. The stream keys are all right. Everything's correct, but nothing's fucking working. Uh, we kick? Uh, but uh, I got to ask, because there's a Genesepi. It's the only time I've ever heard the name Genesepi is uh, my good friends uh, Mick, Dick Punch, and Velen have a regular listener on on Foxhole named Genesepi, and I, I wonder if it's the same person. Yeah, that's her. That's her. Yep. Yeah, she, yep. she's very involved in uh, Foxhole. She makes custom bikinis. Uh, she had a, an Etsy shop, and people will, like, buy shit just to leave bad ratings, or they'll buy shit and, like, complain and want to return and say, you're racist and kick it, you know? Uh, so they, they do it to all of us. She, she has a friend who's um, uh, at an animal shelter, 
and it's a no-kill shelter, but she has damn constant protesters all the time screwing with her and saying, you're killing animals and things like that. So they're, they're doing this all over the country to all of us to screw with us. Uh, of a few weeks ago, I had, so I own a cigar company called The Patriot Cigar Company, as you can see behind mm -hmm. me. And I had some people do some, or uh, make some fake orders. They mm -hmm. all failed as transactions. They were using like bogus cards and they were putting ridiculous email in like fuck Trump at fucktrump.com and all this stuff. But they were coming through as failed transactions. Now, being a tobacco company, I have to go through some pretty strict uh, regulations to get my payment processing. I have to go through specific banks. It's a high risk business. The whole thing. They treat tobacco sales. They equal it at, like like por the porn industry. It's so stupid. So mm -hmm. my my payment processor calls me and says, "Listen, it's not a big deal. We obviously know somebody's screwing. People are screwing with you." But I had like forty orders come in in like the middle of the night with all different emails. But they mm -hmm. kept just hitting my. It, it kept hitting the transaction. And they were all failed. It didn't cost me any money, but it was aggravation because the payment processing company saw it. Now, if they weren't forgiving and I didn't, I use a payment processor that deals with conservative only owned businesses. Uh, if, if it was just some payment processor that really didn't care, they could have shut my whole business down. Like yep. they could have just flipped the switch and say, we're not doing your payment processing anymore. And that and, was and, the intent of these fucks. That was, that was the what, intent. They were, what they were trying to do is trying to yeah. shut down your payment processing by sending all these fraudulent orders in. Yes. And, uh, and it's really unfortunate that business ha businesses have to go through that. And it's probably like one or two people that are just making all of these orders. Uh, well, it, was, it was definitely one person who sat there. They kept coming in one after another, and he just kept changing the email, whoever it was, guy, girl, with stupid addresses, fake. It was just one after another, and that's what they were doing. And that's one of the whether you're a Trump supporter or a conservative, you're speaking out against child trafficking, you're speaking in support of this and not that. They mm -hmm. will come after you. If they think they can come after you and destroy your lives, they will. They will dox you. People get swatted, and that's what happens. You know, I'm, Frank, I, I'm, I'm shocked. I don't even have you ever been swatted? No. No. I'm, and I'm shocked. You, you some, someone like you, and I know you're very. Uh, when I when I watch your show, you're yeah. you're very. Nobody really knows. Nobody knows where you are, as far as I I, I can see. You keep it that way. And there was a time where you didn't even li live in the states, right? Because I remember watching it. You weren't even yeah. in America. Yeah. So you know, after the incident out in, in Atlanta, getting gassed, you know, then I go back to uh, Denver. I find a job there with CenturyLink. Same shit. My coworkers, including my boss, are all screwing with me. My boss intentionally, uh, uh, what's his name, Brian Rojas, constantly gave me the wrong, the wrong instructions intentionally to screw over the one district that I managed. And, and, and it just happened over and over and over. And then at some point, the car that I was living in, it broke down. It was less than two years old. It had less than, it only had like 20, 30, 35,000 miles on it. It's a Hyundai, it was brand new. I'm supposed to have a 10 year, 60,000 mile warranty on it. And guess what? They didn't honor it. Wow. And guess that? why? Because I'm on that list. What was so, wrong with the car? Do you know, remember what was wrong with the car? Um, well, so it's a, it's a, it was a plug-in hybrid, so it's okay. generally impossible to figure out unless you're right. in Hyundai. And so at this point in time, I had to start staying and start living at a hostel in Denver. Really? And, it, and, and I just so happened to lie at a hostel full of Zionists, full of the same people. And at the time, I didn't even know what a Zionist was. Okay, the, all I knew is that the guy who owned the place was Jewish, yeah. uh, and uh, there were a couple other people, like a Hispanic dude and whatnot. And um, I didn't know anything about this, you know. And and at this point, you know, uh, oh, so losing the car, uh, they they didn't honor my warranty, and they they also refused to even look at it. 
So I so I sent an email to Wall Street. This is a, I, I owed forty thousand on this car. It's a very expensive car. Uh, so at this point in time, I I emailed Wells Fargo and said, Hey, you know what? They're not gonna fix. They're not honoring the warranty, and they're not even willing to fix it. I'm not gonna be able to afford this anymore. So the keys are in the car. You can go pick it up. It's at this dealership. And that was the end of it. I've never had anything to do with the since, right? And then on top of that, having to stay at the hostel and then having my boss grew with me at, over there as well, I was like, you know, I'm fucking sick and tired of this. So I basically uh, made plans to also oh, actually before my car broke down, I was I was getting my TEFL certification. It's uh, teaching English as a foreign language, T-E-F-L. Okay. Uh-huh. I was getting my TEFL certification so I could teach, you know, just teach English overseas. I just wanted to do, I just wanted to get out of here. languages now? Huh? Do you speak any other languages currently? No, I mean, you know, just whatever my parents taught me and a, a little bit of Polish, but not really, you know, because I was there for yeah. a year. But, um, you know, my first choice was Norway, but they already spoke English, so there's no demand there. So my other choice was Poland. So I, uh, I, I essentially at that point got tired. I was tired of everything. And, and I'll tell you this, the moment I started making plans to go to Poland, like, like, like literally uh, paying in advance of the place I was going to rent, uh, and then get, get, uh, finishing my TEFL certification and actually calling uh, my friend in Las Vegas who, you know, because remember I told you the pod thing? Yeah. All my stuff in. It was sitting in the desert in, in Las Vegas for two years. So I called her. She lives in Vegas. I'm like, hey, can I have it dropped off at your place? And I'm going to show, I'm going to fly down there, sell everything. And then I'm, I'm off to Poland. So we did that. I sold all my things. I, I and, the, and the things that I didn't sell, that she kept it for me. Uh, like my turntables and whatnot yeah and so uh but at this time once i started planning to leave the country everyone started being nice to me everyone my boss my co-workers the people at the house everyone wanted me to stay all of a sudden you know yeah why would they want you to stay they were fucking with you and then why would they want you to stay exactly so and that's why i'm not fucking dealing with this bullshit and so um and i'll tell you what's interesting okay uh one of the guys at the house not the owner but another white dude i'm pretty sure he was a zionist as well um he you know, like where we're all living four, four to six be- bunk beds in one room, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like at night and we're just the lights off. We're just chatting and stuff like that. Right. And then he's like, he's like, Hey Frank. So, you know, uh, what are you going to do? If you're, if you're going to Poland, when are you going to come back to pay off your debt? And this is a guy who has nothing to do with me. He's, budget. he's got nothing to do with me. And he's like, He's like, well, you know, when you get the chance, you should come back to America and pay off all your debts. You know, what debts did you have like, uh, that he thought loans, you had? The, oh. Student loans, the cars, a couple of credit cards. The so money he knew all this stuff about you. Well, no, no, no. Um, well, he he knew. I guess he knew about my. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I was I was very open and talkative about things. Okay. You know? So he probably uh, assumed I had student loans and things like that. And I talked about the car. Oh yeah, I remember now. So the cars, he, they were asking me things like, oh, why was I there? And I'm like, yeah, my, my car died and they're not fixing it. So they, so what are you going to do? I'm like, I told the bank, I'm, like, I'm not going to pay for it anymore. Sorry. And why so, would he so, say that to you? That's what I'm saying. So 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 get this. Flash forward like three, uh, sometime last year, some, about a year ago, okay? I'm watching a video of a, on YouTube. It's it's a transcribed because you know, I, I, I hate reading, right? Uh, even though I do it for a living. So yeah, it's a I'm with you. I read at a second grade level, dude. <laughs> so it's, it's a tra- it's a video, uh, a transcription of the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. Okay. Uh, and you guys have heard of that manual. Somewhere uh, in there says the Goyim, which is pretty much the N-word for non-Jews. Yeah. Says the Goyim yeah. must know that they must pay back all their debts. Without a doubt. 
without yeah. a doubt. It's in there. And, it's, and when you tie that to why he was concerned about me paying back my debt, and then I was like, oh, that guy was definitely Zionist. But so I didn't know about I didn't know who these people were. I didn't know what they were called. I knew that the guy, uh, the owner of the house, he was Jewish. He has Israeli flag in his house. Um, they had a dog named Zion. Uh, yeah. No, that's very real, dude. That's very yeah. uh, dead on accurate. Absolutely. They had a yeah. cat named Matzo Ball. <laughs> yeah. They had a goldfish the, the, the named Cassad. What do you mean? Yeah. That's and wild. So, yeah. So, um, you know, I once I started making plans, they're all being nice to me. And I already knew it. Was, uh, I already had a feeling that they're all part of it. Like, oh, okay, so I'm leaving and now you want me to come back. So, um, you know, I, I do my thing. I go to Vegas. I sell everything, and I I, I move out to Poland. Um, and then over there, you know, I'm trying to start a new life, trying to get resituated, trying to get connected with uh, uh, those English teaching schools. Yep. And uh, sure enough, there's people there to mess with me there too. Really? Yeah. There, like, yeah. People from San Diego were flown out to gang stalk me out there. Okay. What were they doing oh. to you in Poland? What was that? What were they doing to you while yeah. you were in Poland to screw with um, you? Just making sure I didn't make friends, you know, just trying to like, trying to like belittle me or make me look stupid or crazy in front of the general public. You know, they, they surrounded me like, like, Oh, I would go somewhere public. They're like, Oh, Hey, you know, like, like for example, there would be these social nights, like, like the, in Warsaw, they put, they organized these social nights where people would just gather and hang out and play board games or whatever, you know? So I would go to those. They made sure to show up, you know? They made sure to, 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 to screw me and make sure, like, to try to embarrass me or whatever they wanted to do, you know? And then um, it got to a point, like, I forgot what it was like, you know, yeah, so I did my thing that they were, they were all there. Um, place, places I would rent for, like, a month. The landlord would, like, have someone, like, break into my place while I was out, like, my room. And, like, I can tell it's broken into, like, what the heck, you know, like, right. like the doorknobs all jacked up now, you know? And so for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know if he, I don't know if the guy thought that I had his child prawn or whatever. I didn't, you know, so maybe they were sending them in to go look for, look through my devices or whatever. The thing was, I took my devices everywhere I went on in a backpack because I can't, I could not afford getting it stolen. Yeah. I I can't find work. You know what I mean? Everything's in there. My diploma, my birth certificate, like everything. So I took my backpack with my laptop and everything always with me. Uh, for, for whatever reason, they broke into the room to look around in my stuff. They did that. And so this happened everywhere, including um, a lot of the later places I stayed. And then I saw so at some point, and so I had crypto, obviously they probably had backend information on my, my bank account. They knew how much money I had left. So they tried to just deplete it. Like this, this idiot they sent from San Diego was like, hey, let's go buy a suit. And I'm like, I have a suit. Why would I buy a suit? Let's buy a new one. You know, so they're trying to get me to waste my money, so I have to go back home sooner. Okay, it's just it's weird. I remember watching your show early on when I first started watching it, and how you had and you know hearing about the the gang stalkers and stuff, and, and seeing in real time people try to screw with you on your show, like in the live yeah, chat. In the chat, yeah. And that was always something I think, and I, that's pretty much what started your uh, your ban wheel. You know, you do the yeah, wheel yeah. and you ban them for <laughs> life or a day, and shit. I always get a kick out of that, but like. But but even like I'm, I'm talking, I think this is pre Foxhole where, and you, and you would talk about it, and you would see what these some of these people would would try to do in the chats, mm-hmm. and it was like, why why are you getting screwed with so much? So yeah, you're in Poland, all this is happening. Yeah. 
Sorry. Is this like is this like now leading up to where you now you're deciding to start the show, the NPC show? So so um when I moved to Poland it was it was quite an adventure. Like everything from like That's figuring out um, oh, like, you know, cause I, I, I brought my bicycle with me cause I spent a lot of money building and I'm like, yeah, I ain't coming back. So I brought my bicycle with me and then I had to learn how to like pack a bicycle for shipment on an airplane on the flight, you know? So yep. I started recording everything and I'm like, dude, I should make a, a, a channel about it. So the original channel, which is still my email address, by the way, is how to marry a Polish girl, how to marry a Polish girl at gmail.com. <laughs> how to marry a Polish girl. There's probably some beautiful women out in Poland. Yeah. Yeah. They're gorgeous out there, man. They're, they're, they're well, the most most chicks are five eight, which is about my height. But the good thing was that there was no height disparity there. There, there are tons of hot chicks with shorter boyfriends. It wasn't short exactly short things. They're so hot, you have no idea. Short things all day. <laughs> I would say at least like half of them were attractive. And, and how were the pierogies? Um, they were. They, I mean, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> the thing, but it wasn't my favorite food. The pierogies is what they're known for. You know, big, big fan of pierogies. Big fan. Oh, you really? I'll have pierogies all the time. All the fucking yeah. time. You should try um, potato pancakes with goulash. Or, I've had that. That's pan- really good. Yeah, I potato pancakes with the, it's some sort of white sauce that they put on top of it. That's very Polish. Pierogies, uh, I mean, it's good, but it, you know, po- there's Russian pierogies, there's Ukrainian pierogies. Yeah. Um, but my problem, my qualm with pierogies is that the, the dough is too thick. That's why I like If you go to Costco, you could buy the Ling Ling's Chinese dumplings. I like those way more. Not to be racist. Well, I, guess I, I get, have, like, I get like the pierogies at Costco. Though that's what I get. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I gotta. I, maybe, maybe I gotta give it a try. Again. I've never had hungry now. I fry them with some butter. I fry them some butter. Maybe I'll do some buffalo pierogies, a little sour cream, a little nice. chives. It's fucking delicious. You destroyed wow. it with the sour. I mean, cream. it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's just not my favorite. I think I think real Polish food is a lot better. Uh, in fact, most people actually most native Polish people they don't they're not oogles for pierogies at all. They're, they're not like oh let's go get some pierogies today. No, yeah. that's like when people go to Ireland they think they're gonna have corned beef and cabbage. They don't even have fucking corned well, beef and cabbage in Ireland. Can I get a chicken parmesan? Like they don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went literally. I went to Ireland my first time in Ireland, and it, my cousin was like, "Oh, are we gonna get corned beef and cabbage?" I wanted to throw him off a fucking balcony. I'm like, "They don't have corned beef and cabbage in Ireland. They eat bacon. They don't. They, and they, and they bake Budweiser. That's what they like." Every oh. time, every time St. Patty's Day would come around, my mother would make corned beef and cabbage. I'd be like, "No, fuck this." It's an American thing. I get it. I love corned beef and cabbage. It's I good don't. shit with the spicy mustard. Nope. But like, they don't. Anyone who thinks they're going to go to Ireland and get the best corned beef and cabbage in the world, you're not going to get it. You're going to get laughed out of the pub. I want to get, yeah, I want to get beer. I want to get beer if I'm going to go to uh, Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah in in Czechos of in uh, in the Czech Republic, the 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 beer is cheaper than water. That's crazy. <laughs> if you go to a like if you go to a bar and you ask for water, it's it's like. Three dollars. So if you get get a beer, it's one dollar. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I just go to like to the tap and get you got to get the free water at the tap. So yeah. I I want to oh, yeah, so, I, so back to the back to the story. So essentially, I started making uh, the channel called How to Marry a Polish Girl, and it was just basically an expatriation channel. You know, I'm learning how to re assimilate to other this, this other country. Oh, you know, cool. like, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, Frank. Huh? Yeah. Uh, hold, hold on one second. There's someone has a white noise in their audio. It's like yeah, a, it's like a. 
Is that you, James? It's just like I feel like I'm I'm in a fucking wind tunnel. Yeah, it's gone now. There you go. It's gone. Yeah. It's, gone it's, like, it's our retarded producer, James Curry, everybody. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it could be. Yeah, who knows what you? It's something. <laughs> at least at least my shrimp is shut down like a year's every spot. That's because the, F- the FBI hates my FBI is worse. Guy is worse than your FBI. Yeah, guy. dude. <laughs> at least today he's not fucking with my camera. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so after after all this, so I I, I made uh, how to marry a Polish girl, and you know you do one video after another, like oh you know like I would do videos where I'm teaching Polish, uh, which is odd because I don't I'm not fluent in Polish, but I'm teaching Polish. It was just a, a weird way of like uh, uh, like the word sugar in Polish sounds like bitch in Polish, <laughs> so you have to be careful when you ask for cream and sugar. So I did videos like that, um, and then I you know at some point you run out of ideas. Cause there's only so many videos you can do about that. Right. So yeah. uh, uh, then at some point, and, and I, and I think, so I basically at some point, um, you know, Marfugel, uh, he basically started a discord and he had a, something called a creator's corner where the creators can all help each other. And I joined that. And then he, at some point, like he, 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 he shouted out my channel and my channel just exploded. It went from 95 subscribers to 170 it's a a big jump when you first start people no absolutely yeah you got to start somewhere yeah so um because of so from there on like i all of a sudden i have a a an audience that's interested in news so i start covering polish news and american news because i I live there polish news and american news and then as uh and as time went on um then what happened Uh, i crossed a thousand subscribers at the end of january 2020 so then I start live streaming, but I don't have a, I don't have a camera. So then uh, I'm basically just on microphone. And then at the same time, end of January, the pandemic started, at least out there. Right. It, it started out there. And then so I started live streaming like um, like graphs and maps of like COVID and where it's at and how many. What, what, China. Which, which, which countries have, are newly infected, you know? And so did that. And then um, the more I said the word coronavirus, the more my channel got turned down. You yep. know, well, yeah, that, that was everybody. Was China. YouTube and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I, at about the beginning of April, the channel, the channel was so throttled when I did a live stream. I only got like seven or eight people. So uh, then I would, I, before my next stream, I, I took every video and I set it to private. And then next thing you know, I do a show and I'm getting like 70, 80 people. I'm like, okay, cool. It's people again. And then so um, these people and 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 this is why like back then I actually I blew up covering all the Tom Hanks stuff right, and um, how I knew about the Tom Hanks stuff was because people were emailing it to me like oh check this out check this out. oh Australia oh look at that these white walls he's in front of uh, that must be Gitmo things like that and I'm just like wow okay well, like this is all interesting cool I'll talk about it and I didn't think anything of it and so I I went viral from the Tom Hanks stuff. And it's funny because people who were like my Patreon supporters, yeah. you know, pretending to be my supporters, would then like once I started taking off, they would be in the chat talking shit about me. So then I started banning them, started banning them, started banning them. I remember them. all that. And I remember when you were talking about the Tom Hanks stuff and then yeah. he, you were banning a lot of people. They all started talking some I mean, just bizarre shit from yeah. what I remember. And you were banning them. And yeah, yeah. that's why you have the ban wheel now. I, I, love oh, I wish I wish yeah. I was around for this. Yeah, I mean they're still around. They, no, they just, I, I'm just saying I wish I because I I tune in I I stop by your show every once in a while because you're on every day. But I wish I got to see this part like where everybody was really going wild. Yeah, there was there was uh I mean there was a part where I was banning them like 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 four five six a day, 
And then it got to a point where, um, you know, I actually talked some shit. So I'm like, you guys are such fucking idiots. You, you come in here, you talk shit, and you think that's gonna make a difference. Most of the most of the people in this chat like me, and you think you're you're gonna demoralize me, and you're gonna make me stop, you right. know? So then, guess what they started doing? They started being my friend. Yeah, they started yeah. being regular supporters and things like that. And so, you know, then uh, the, the George Floyd thing happened and the riots happened. So I'm covering all that stuff. Yeah. And at, at some point, I made plans to move back. Uh, so I moved um, back in, was it August of 2020? I moved and I, and I, I landed in Tucson because I knew someone in Tucson that could kind of help me get resituated or whatever. So I moved back. Um, and throughout this whole time, they're still sending me stuff. You know, and they started to get the stuff. The content started getting more and more fake. Like, you know, they started saying, oh, Chrissy Teigen. And like, she has all these dirty things. And then I go to her profile. It's private. I'm you like, mean How him? You if it's private, you know? Yeah. So you I mean never, him? Yeah. So, so, so I never covered Chrissy Teigen, but everyone else who did got banned, you know? And oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, so um, there were some things if there were some things if you covered it, it was it was guaranteed you were either going to get really throttled or you were just going to lose your channel. And some people didn't even I feel like there were some people on YouTube that got banned that didn't even reach their third strike. that They just got banned. That was yeah. me. That was me. Oh, did, right. did not did not did, didn't even get an opportunity to get my third strike. It was like we got hit with one. And then uh, while we were on suspension for that one. Uh, I got a notification saying that your channel has been suspended indefinitely. And then I got notifications every day for like three months uh, saying that this episode goes against community guidelines and has been removed. And I'm like, yo, you guys already removed my channel. Like stop sending me fucking emails, you pieces of shit. Uh, But yeah, it's crazy. If you covered certain things uh, like we talked about on your show, and I think, I think you might be right because I'm, I'm noticing on Twitter and I'm noticing on uh, a lot of these platforms, like a lot of people that were like OGs early on talking about Q, uh, they got heavily shadow banned, suspended permanently from all of these platforms. And then when they came back, like even on Twitter, uh, I- I've noticed those accounts are, are now being throttled heavily uh, and still struggling with shadow bans and throttles on all platforms. Uh, it's, it's very weird. They're very particular about certain subjects. It also doesn't help when you have the federal government and some government agencies contacting social media platforms saying, Hey, this is misinformation or disinformation. And we we don't agree with it. We, we need it removed. We need these people deplatformed, which we know is happening because literally there was just a court case, a federal court case uh, from a federal judge in Louisiana that now has barred the federal agencies and the Biden regime and the DOJ from contacting social media platforms to censor people, you know, kind of a, a way to protect online free speech, but is it really, but I guess it's a step in the right direction. And then forget it. You can't forget about all the Twitter files that came out exposing all of the direct contact and emails that they were having back and forth with the FBI, the DOJ and, and a multitude of people that are connected with the government. When these social media uh, platforms have no business uh, listening to government as far as restricting our speech whatsoever, because that's a direct violation of our First Amendment. They want to say, oh, these companies are private. Well, that's no longer private. That's the government directly infringing upon our freedom of speech, uh, working with private companies to silence and censor us. And it's really unfortunate. Because I think about it all the time, and Frank, I'm sure you, I'm sure you think about this as well, because you have quite a large following on a lot of your platforms and a lot of your shows. 
And I see your your nice little YouTube plaque. I was got, I was at 5K. I was like, man, I want to get one of them 10K plaques. Like, I want to want to get 100K. one. Yeah, I know. I know that's 100K. But like, I wanted a 10K one. I was at 5K when I first when I first oh, yeah. started, and when yeah, they ba- cool. when they banned me. Uh, and well, uh, so, so a couple of these, well, they, they don't make a 10K one, and two, that means this plaque means nothing. To be honest with you, if you but, want one of these, just be a transgender and go on YouTube. They'll give you one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. No, I'm saying, well, this is, this was at the time when we were first starting, like we were yeah, just yeah, getting yeah. started with the show. Like things were, we were, we were getting a ton of traction. Uh, things yeah. were, were, were going really well. And I was like, Oh man, I'd love to get a little plaque. That'd be pretty yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. And, uh, we got, actually, when, when I got this, I didn't even display it. Uh, mainly mostly cause it just wasn't me. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not a braggadocious guy. And, and then two, it's YouTube. You know, yeah, YouTube so sucks. I, 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 yeah, I've begun displaying it to attract uh, followers on Kick as well as Rumble. Because over there, yeah. I don't have a very big following. So it's like, oh, is this guy's a nobody. No, I'm not. I'm a transgender <laughs> guy right here. Hey, listen, I'm a trans. <laughs> tell YouTube. Tell Can someone tell YouTube that I'm a trans-dimensional gender-neutral unicorn? Uh, and I am a multiple victim and I want my rights taken care of. Well, if you just dress up as one and start a YouTube channel, you'll probably have a hundred thousand subscribers in no time. Imagine like I made a spoof. I wonder if I made a spoof, like did a spoof character and like went on there and said I was a trans dimension and like acted yeah. really serious. I wonder if that would get any traction. It would. It absolutely <laughs> like, would. It would. That's you the t- sad thing. It's like, fuck- from what I've observed with this whole, this, this whole, like, and, and so by the way, back, back to what I was talking about with the, those people who pretend to be your friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I learned from this. Um, they, they, you know, they, they try to infiltrate my life. Uh, they pretend to be my friends and they try to steer me one way, you know, like, for example, like I used to do watch parts where we just watch documentaries together on Foxhole and Twitch yeah. yep. and they would circulate documentaries to me. Oh yeah. By the way. So rewind just a little bit. Um, so, Summer of 2020, you know, I'm covering, you know, all the riots and stuff like that. They keep sending me all this conspiracy, Tom Hanks, Christy Teigen, things like that, right? And I'm just like, no, that stuff's not important to me. And this was the riots are a big deal. People are dying, you know. And then, um, you know, I I start getting, uh, I start hearing things about, like for example, the training, the training. Uh, there was a training seminar for the Michigan poll watchers, and they were literally being taught how to cheat. I have that video on my Rumble account. Yeah, I remember when they were boarding up the windows in Wayne County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, but before that, I had the the Michigan one, right? And then so I was gonna, um, I think I did I did play it at some point or or, or whatever. But, um, you know, it was pretty clear like they were they were they were trying to do fishy things. Mm-hmm. And then it it wasn't until after the election got stolen that I had realized why they were sending me all this disinformation. They didn't want me talking about it. They wanted you to focus on something else. Exactly. And and so ever, ever since then, you know, like I realized I'd realized that I'd inadvertently become Mockingbird Media. And that's why ever since then I stopped. I, I vet everything I talk about now. I don't talk about conspiracy theories anymore. Um, I, I'm more interested in like the physical realm. What can we do today? Canvassing, yeah. poll watching, uh, registering to people to vote, campaigning for Trump, things like that. And I'm I'm entire and this is why i read directly from the gateway pundit i can't take random sources via email anymore no i'm, I'm with you i'm not going i'm with you dude I, yeah. I i it's it's a major problem because uh me and al me and alan are we both have the same 
beliefs in a lot of things and and our core beliefs are very similar but we disagree on a lot of things conspiratorial and and how things can play out um and and i 100 percent agree with you like I like to go down the rabbit hole a lot. And I used to go way, I used to go way, down the rabbit hole a lot more on all of my shows, but right now is not the time. Like there's a, there, there, there's a place to talk about, you know, uh, ancient technology and, 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 right. you know, things like that, that actually could help humanity. And that may play a factor in the future. If we restore our Republic, if we can save our country, then we can start talking about, okay, well, what are you guys hiding from us? Okay. Who's an evil pedophile? Let's arrest them. Like uh, these really deep rabbit holes are not really as important as what, what we're facing currently. Like our country is literally falling, falling apart at the seams. Uh, And, and rather than, it's awesome. That's smart that you did that rather than wasting your time, your resources and, and your voice, on all these things that like we could talk about flat earth. We could talk about all these conspiracies forever. Yeah. Uh, we can never, where we, is it going to get us in the exactly, long run? Exactly. 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 It's fun to talk about. And, and, and those, those, those topics are relevant. Like I'm not saying, Hey, 1000%. Topics, but like yeah. the reality is there's a lot of shit going on that people need to focus on. Like, I don't really care if people think, you know, Eminem is a fucking clone. Like, I, I don't care. What does that have to do with, or even, but no, or even Joe Biden, even right. for example, even Joe Biden, like, right. To, to sit there and try to prove that like, oh, Joe Biden's a clone or he's wearing a mask. I agree with you. He's not the same Joe Biden. I'm with you. I'm on your side. I don't think that's the same fucking guy that we once saw. But to sit here and try to explain that to people like, yeah, Joe Biden's not a real person. That Joe Biden's a clone and go down this rabbit hole with people. It's a waste of time because you're never going to prove it d- indefinitely. You're only you're only going to get people right. to think that you're fucking crazy and you're a lunatic and, and you're not going to get people to understand the what you're saying that's actually true and actually important at the moment because you've invalidated your 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 voice by this crazy opinion to them right and it's like a niche frank like it's like yeah you 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 can you want to be conspiratorial you're going to do it to a certain audience you're going to get the clicks and views all right we get it rabbit hole jumpers the whole thing you get the clicks and every once in a while too it's fun like if you want to do a a random show here and there that's like all right let's get a little weird let's do a little weird shit like i'm down for that but like if that's the bulk of like i i i I don't mind people that that's the bulk of their content. Like there's a, if that's what they want to do, that's awesome. Like I, I love listening to their content. Like Sam Tripoli is one of my favorite people to turn on and listen to. I love his fucking show. Uh, but your resource, you realize that your, your resources and uh, the platform that you've built for yourself is better suited and better valued actually talking about uh, things that can make an instant impact, things that can actually change the narrative of what's going on rather than just taking this, this, all this yeah. stuff that's being fed to you by people from all over. Cause I get messages all the time yeah. about the, all this crazy shit. And I, I a lot of it, I, I agree with. And a lot of it, I, I'm like, yeah, you, you got a great point there, but it's not what I want to waste my, our, our, our voice with and our, our time with at this, at this moment in time, uh, yeah. You know, like, you know, like, like, I, I'm, I'm not denying that they're, they're true. You know, I right. totally get gematria. I get the symbology, but my position is like, we can't prosecute them on that. And that's exactly. I, I have to go towards the legal realm. I mean, you know, yep. I, I, ha- I studied yeah. a little bit of law, so my, why not use that to, you know, my, you know, use my expert sort of expertise. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, uh, that's kind of why I stopped covering that kind of stuff. 
Uh, I mean, I'll still, I'll still sprinkle it in. Like, for example. And you're uh, just talking about the Zionists. <laughs> and the Goyim. You were literally just going down that rabbit hole, which is a fucking yeah. deep one. <laughs> so this, this, let me, I'll, I'll tell you how accurate and true the Zionism thing is. Because when I talk about uh, Zionism, let's say I'm off air on Zoom talking about Zionism to someone, right? And uh-huh. let's say they are a Zionist. They will try to like say, oh, yeah, have you heard of the Watchers? These other things, Watchers? Yeah, and, and I'm like, dude, it's not the Watchers. They're Zionists. There's man, there's little document, literally documentation about these guys. They had, a, then, they had congressional oh, hearings. Yeah, and then, and then they'll say, oh, I know, but I'm trying to figure out who their bosses are. And I'm like, like okay, so what? So what about these Watchers? How are we going to find these guys? Oh, you can't. They're in the spiritual realm. You can't, you can't find the watchers. But they're, the <laughs> they're the real problem. Oh, oh okay. I'm like, no, the Zionists got to go down. That's who they are. The people who are acting it. I don't care about these spirits, you know? Oh, so- retard alert. <laughs> retard alert class. Yeah. So, um, and, 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 and so, like I said earlier about how, like, they try to become your friends and infiltrate your personal life. A lot of these guys did. Like, like my off air Zoom hangout group used to be like six people. It is now down to two. And it's because the other four were part of it. Like they would, mm. they, they, like they would be talking to me, like oh da 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 da, you know, like uh, like for when I used to do watch parties on Twitch and Foxhole, right? They would, they would, they would circulate documentaries to me. And mind you, this was this this couple. Neither of them were Chinese, okay? But they would circulate a documentary to me called uh, it's some it has to do with Walmart, okay? But when you first watch it you're thinking oh okay it's about walmart and why you shouldn't be you know paying for cheap products and then like halfway through the documentary they talk about how all all these poor chinese people and how hard they work and sacrifice just so we can have cheap stuff and i'm like we created jobs for them what are they fucking talking about i mean (laughs) those guys would have been starving to death if it wasn't for us you know yeah we created jobs for them we are they're not our slaves we're not telling chinese people to make stuff for cheap that is their economy and that's the exchange rate you know, and that's the real reason why. And, and he's trying to trying to circulate things to me like, oh, look, look at these poor Chinese people. We're exploiting them. Like, no, we, we're creating jobs for them. They're happy. And, the, about- and that's what these people are willing to work for. Yeah. And and this couple, um, they, one was Mexican. One was I'm guessing he was Jewish. Um, but like they would, you know, off air, they'd be like, oh, Netanyahu. Yeah, he's so good. He's he's one of the good ones. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> Me- meanwhile, meanwhile, Why are you gay? Meanwhile, they were very subtly, very subtly trying to convince me to kill myself. What? This, this, this is what they do. What? Yeah. But, what they do. But, but like. Subtly try to like, oh, yeah, you know, things like that. And, and this, this is just what they do. And that's when I realized, okay, oh, so you, you're not really trying. I, see here, I, 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 I allow them to be around me because I thought, oh, they, they like me. They want to be my friend. They want me to be on their side. Like, I understand what their side is. It's, oh, woe is China or whatever the heck. Uh-huh. Uh, now that now that I'm seeing that they're trying to bring make get me to do harm to myself, I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. And I even went out. I even went I, – I even did a show. Uh, it was streamed everywhere uh, except uh, except YouTube. And I literally announced I'm no longer – I'm no longer supporting Israel. There's no way. I thought – I had no idea. My man. My I man. Thought a, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were just a country, a home of the Jews. I'm finding out in like 2021 that Judaism has nothing to do with Israel. Nothing. And even a lot of Jews, they denounce it, the Zionism. They denounce that country. 
and uh, Vice even has a documentary where um, they interviewed some Hasidic Jews, the rabbis, and they they're all they're be, they'll be out in Israel protesting on the side of the Palestinians because mm. they're, they're against Zionism, and so Zionism has nothing to do with Judaism. Yes, 100%. And a lot of people have have a, a hard time differentiating that. And it's a fine line. It's it's a very fine line in many yeah. cases. Uh, but and, 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 I, and you know what's interesting is I've actually talked about this on YouTube, and I'm not banned. Not that's crazy. fucking wild. That is that really is wild. That well, is you, know really what I, you know what I do, though? Is I, I don't say Jews because it's not all Jews. Not all Jews are Zionists. Not all Zionists are Jews. 100%. Well, yeah, Joe Biden's a Catholic Zionist. Mehmet Oz is a Muslim Zionist, you yep. know? So um, I, I, I just make sure I emphasize that this is not the entire religion because the Orthodox Jews are not – they're not on board with it. They don't they don't benefit from it. They don't care about it. Yep. They don't care about Israel. It's, it's literally Israel's against the Bible. The Bible says that they are to remain in exile until the Messiah has returned, and they believe that Jesus is not it. So they should not still be – they shouldn't be in Israel at all. You know, and and yeah. then other things they break, other laws they break is they kill and they steal in Israel. You know, and these are these are things stated by the, the Hasidic rabbis. That's why I'm saying these things. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just repeating what the rabbi said, and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I guess you're not all bad. <laughs> no, you're 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 100 right. It's 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 not a blanket blanket statement, and this is exactly what these evil fucks do. These Zionists is they hide behind. This is why they use Black Lives Matter. This is why they use transgenderism. This is why they use these small minorities that they can hide behind. Like, oh, you're transphobic. Oh, you're racist. Oh, you're anti-Semitic. As soon as you say anything, like the fact that you can't even say that, like Hollywood is owned by Jews, you can't say that. And, and and in my opinion, like if I own something, like if if Italians owned a bunch of stuff, like I was proud when the mob owned Vegas. I was like, yeah, it's owned by fucking Italians. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be proud of that. And they're they're like, no, no, you can't say that. Jews don't own Hollywood. But in, when, in fact, every person that owns these big film companies is Jewish and most likely Zionist. Uh, but uh it, it is a fact fake juice, fake juice yeah it, yeah it is it is a fact and like the the a, the adl was founded literally uh to protect a pedophile mm. are you aware of that frank no oh check this out the ADL, yeah, american De- was it the defamation league american- yeah anti De- anti-defamation league absolutely oh, yeah. they're, they're american it, it, defamation league yeah we're americans yeah. to talk shit look at this. <laughs> defend the Jewish people from any criticism, but many people do not know why the ADL was formed. This story starts in 1913 when a man named Leo Frank, who was president of B'nai B'rith's Atlanta chapter, raped and murdered a 13-year-old worker, Mary Fagan, in the pencil factory where he was a superintendent. He tried to blame a black janitor for the crime, but all the evidence pointed to Frank. The ADL formed in 1913 to protect Frank from anti-Semitism, but he was found guilty in 1915. Frank's lawyers appealed, but failed. Then Frank's powerful friends got Georgia Governor Slayton to commute his death sentence to life imprisonment, which outraged the public. A mob formed, broke Frank out of jail, and lynched him. The ADL got him a posthumous pardon in 1986 and placed the first national anti-lynching memorial at the Leo Frank Memorial site. They continue to protect Jewish criminals from justice to this day. That's their mission. The more you notice. The more you notice. (laughs) Blame it on the black guy. He black. (laughs) He black. (laughs) That's That's the thing, like... They hide behind these marginalized organizations and things that, that you can't say say uh, evil things about. It's not the Jewish people. It's the Zionists. You're 100% right. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, oh, by the way, you know, you know who should uh, you might want to consider interviewing next is uh, there's a there's a gal in my chat named GG60 Florida. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's one of my viewers. She's been a viewer for like three years. She has been gang stalked too. She could tell you all. She hasn't even told me everything yet. She's like afraid to talk about it. So I'll, I'll, I'll and, and, you know, I'll, I'll talk to her about it. Maybe she can, she's going she's gonna to be on my show eventually. Uh, she can be on yours first since you, you've kind of got the whole interview thing down. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but whenever I have guests on, I'm too ADHD to conduct an interview. We don't interview. Interview yeah. is a yeah. shitty word. We just have conversations. This yeah, is we, just, <laughs> we just, we just like this. Is, if, if the cameras weren't on and we were just hanging out, well, I, I'd be talking about this stuff with you. Like, this is what we'd be talking about. So, yeah, I, I want to yeah, get into. I, I like. I'll, I'll try. To, I've I've had a few guests, and it man, it does not go well at all. And well, and like like the way you guys are conducting this is going so much better than anything I've ever done. So I'm like, oh yeah, you definitely so be like, here. When I when I first when I first started the whole mm-hmm. podcasting thing, and it was just you know pure political. That's and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I was doing before me and James connected. Like I was doing solo shows, and I would always do just you know like on topics. What's going on? What can we do to maybe get involved you know try to energize people to want to actually get involved in politics and all that shit and then i would like have guests on and when i was first starting it's like all right what what am i gonna do i gotta think of like literally i was thinking of like questions to ask people and things like that and then it just got to a point where i was like you know what i just want to have conversations like all right what do you do what do you think about this like let's let's just let's just bullshit because i think those formal interviews was sitting there watching it like so it just it, you you lose something, and I, I I feel like people aren't acting or that they're not carrying themselves genuine. Like they're not just at how I want somebody the same as they are off air as they are on the air. Like this is how I am every day, you know. And and I I, I watch like I said I, I I watch your show all the time. I have for years, and and that's you don't always have to have guests. You're interacting with your chats, and when you do have a guest, it's like you you don't the whole interview thing is just. Well, that's why yeah. I liked Frank right off the bat because he was just himself. Like he didn't yeah. shit. Like he's like, oh, dude, I'm I have ADHD. I'm just fucking all over the place. Don't mind me. <laughs> I fucking, object. I'm all about that because that's how I am. I'm like, oh, dude, whatever. I fucking all over the place. Um, but you, uh, go ahead. No, I want I wanted to get into. I wanted to get Frank's perspective and see what he what you think about the uh, the Republican primaries and and everything that's surrounding that with with Trump and, and, and even like DeSantis and shit like you, I have, what are you, what are your thoughts on what's going on? Um, well, the overall picture I'm, I feel, I, I mean, I believe, uh, Trump may have asked RFK Jr. to run as a Democrat so that they can't, that, so that the DeSantis can't pull Democrats over to help him primary Trump because that's how Raffensperger mm-hmm. went. Uh, with Meatball, I mean, he's, um, he fucked up by aligning with all the establishment by you know getting cozy with uh, uh, Paul Ryan and and the Bushes yeah. and things like that and well, that's where he started yeah. going down so fast and then and then we had the political persecution of Trump he didn't stand up for Trump at all you know he he should be on the side of what's right not the side of his team you know but he couldn't even speak out for Trump and then he took the opportunity to take swipes at him and yep. I thought that was the, that that's what really destroyed him there. I mean, the T even the TGP started saying, "Hey, DeSantis, you know, is not you know he's he's starting to turn." So, uh, like, I, it's interesting. It was as early as October of last year that I started hearing about DeSantis turning, and I never talked about it because I was just kind of like, "This is just, again, this is just someone sending me an email, just like all those Tom Hanks emails." I don't know what to think of it. 
you know I, I kept it in the back of my mind i'm like okay you know like and then I, uh, a story came up it was something positive about DeSantis. I, I gave him his credit he did something good and then and uh, but I, I closed out with you know i've been hearing some not so great things about him I should have kept that in the back of my head though so i'm not sure i haven't validated any of that but we got to keep an eye on this guy uh but credit where credit due a positive article from the gateway pundit about him so i talked about it and then as it went on, the political persecution of Trump, things like that, you start hearing all these bad things about DeSantis and the way he's behaving. I was like, oh, my God. And then you look at all the stuff that the memers are putting out about how his wife uh, got him to change his oh, last Jill? name from, from DeSantis to DeSantis. Oh, how, how it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so the D, And then they switched it back in mid, mid campaign. That's what, that's what Trump has been saying about how DeSantis changed his name. Mid, mid like, how, how would you pronounce? Because they wanted him to almost seem more Italian. They like wanted him to pronounce to them pronounce his name as if he was more Italian. That he was going to, you know, uh, appeal to Italian American voters who were Republicans for the primary. So here's the yeah. thing with DeSantis too. His wife, whose real name is Jill, her real name oh, is Jill. Casey's. Casey's her middle name. I believe it's her middle name. So Jill DeSantis, she has this. Oh, she wears the pants in the family. She's yes. like Lady Lady Macbeth, they call her. She calls the shots. Ron DeSantis should be the first lady of Florida, not Jill. <laughs> and, when, and 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 here's the deal: the the establishment saw what she wanted. She has the vision. She wants to live in the White House, wear the white gloves, and play Jackie Onassis. That's yep. the role she wants to play. You see it when the, in the governor's inauguration, there was a few other things, but she's got the white gloves on, the pale blue dress, the whole thing. Look at me. I'm going to be the next Jackie O. Well, if you're going to be the next Jackie O, then Ron DeSantis has to find some slut to be banging in the White House. So they <laughs> saw what she wanted, and the establishment went to her, and said, hey, you have to talk Meatball Ron into running for president. We will make it happen. Your dreams will come true. You will have the ultimate power. You will be the first lady of the United States. And she pressured him. I truly believe Ron DeSantis inside, he's caged inside his body saying, let me the fuck out of here. What have <laughs> I done? I was a subpar congressman in Congress. He he he, he co-sponsored like 250 bills, sponsored mm. a few other bills, none of which ever became law. Okay, he mm. only became governor because he went to run. The, the, he was introduced to Donald Trump last ditch effort. Please mm. help me beat this beat this guy. And he only beat him by what 30,000 votes. And he wouldn't have if Trump didn't drag him over the finish line. Yep. Why are you not being a man, realizing that you you have it's too late now? He has destroyed his political career. I honestly yeah. believe after he's governor, he will never hold public office again, unless he decides because he can't run for governor again. And I I can tell you from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing in the MAGA movement, whatever you want to call it, no one will ever vote for him, including myself, will never vote for him for the highest office in the land Never. ever again. I won't vote for him in 2028. And I was an advocate for him it, before yeah, he announced. Me too, yeah. Before he announced, here's what I wanted to happen. Yeah. I wanted him to come out and support Donald Trump and oh. come out hard and fundraise with him on the stage and go to rallies with him and stand behind the man who made him 
what he was and enabled him to be the decent governor he was in Florida and stand behind Donald Trump. Then I wanted Donald Trump, obviously, to win, get through the general. I would have loved to have seen this was before all this bullshit. And thank God this all happened because I don't want him anywhere near any office now. I wanted him. Donald Trump to tap him and make him the head of the DOJ because of his law experience and make him the attorney general. Okay. And then yeah. kind of become a kingmaker uh, uh, per se for Donald Trump and say, Hey, you're going to be the guy in 2028 to run and carry on my legacy. It would have been very easy to do that. Yes. And thank God it unfolded the way it was and to realize the gutless, the gutless piece of shit Ron DeSantis is that could be controlled by the establishment through his wife, who, when she's on stage cackles like, like a, a housewife on Adderall that nobody wants to listen to. <laughs> It's it's a train wreck. He's not going to surge. He's getting he's he's down twenty points in Florida polls. Not for nothing. If you were such a great governor, which he did good things, he did not so good things. He caught up on things. But if you were that popular in Florida, and there were some Flor Floridians that say, "I am proud of my governor, America's governor." Why aren't you carrying your home state at this point at least 40 points over Donald Trump, who's not a Floridian? Why are you not carrying your state? So, you know, what's interesting. Um, uh, so that's based on polls. Right. But I'll tell you what's interesting. Uh, sometime after uh, the this past uh, election in 2022, um, there are two dudes who are arrested for um, election fraud. And they were arrested in the county that DeSantis won. Was that uh, – that wasn't Bro uh, Broward County, was it? I, I, don't, I don't remember. I just know that well, there, were two, there, were, there were two people, which means DeSantis is cheating. So well, maybe, it, not him, maybe not him, but people around him. I mean, listen, I, I, uh, that's – James, what were you going to say? I, I always found it very interesting that when all these audits in these states were going on, Ron DeSantis did absolutely – Nothing. And there's and, a specific yeah. county that he should have. Roger Stone called him out on a specific yeah, yeah, county. Yeah. I don't remember which county it was. I'll ask him. I was actually on. I was on the phone with him earlier, talking about his uh, his play his uh, his camp his he's back he's back in the circle in the Trump campaign. Anyway, mm -hmm. he always talks about and he called DeSantis out a few times on Twitter about a specific county that he says you should be investigating election integrity in this specific county. Because of whatever the issues were with congressional runs, maybe Laura Loomer had it was maybe her Ray, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. And nothing, and he he never did anything. He Ron DeSantis has done nothing, zero. He avoids the topic of election integrity and election fraud. He just doesn't speak about it, from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. No, he he avoids it at the like the plate. He wants nothing to do with it. Uh, That's an establishment yeah. thing. Peter, yeah, well, my, my man Peter Waiter's got a lot to say in the chat over here. So, saying, uh, sounds listen, like listen, listen. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right there, okay? Because I just banned him from my chat, and I want you to do the same. He's done. He can go fuck himself because he yeah. said a lot of stuff yeah. here that I did, and I just he's he's gone. 
He can get fucked. He's gone. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Peter Waiter. You probably are a waiter. You're probably <laughs> sucking dick for being money. I wish we had a band. Sounds wheel, like a like bunch Frank of unsuccess, uh, unsuccessful yeah. people blaming Jews, bro. Don't even, don't, don't even, don't even, don't even bring up what he's saying. He can go fuck this. <laughs> I clearly said Zionist. <laughs> oh, he was—he was really pissed at, uh, at what he was pissed at the video that James played. Oh yeah, he's—he's he's in oh. our chats all the time. He's probably sitting. He's probably three hundred pounds, sitting there with three tissues and his dick in his. Hands. He literally comes on our chat just to fucking talk shit and has no clue what he's talking about ever. Yeah. I was going to ban him once a while ago because I'm just tired of seeing the, the shit that he spews. And he literally was like, I can't even I can't even hate watch you guys anymore. All right. You said it. I helped. Yeah. Go fuck your mother. It was freedom of speech. Yeah, it is freedom of speech. But this Not is my, my show, motherfucker. My show. So I can do whatever the fuck I want, you dumb piece of shit. It's freedom of speech. Go fuck your mother. Peter. Hey, Peter. You know, you know what's funny? On, on my channel, when they when they cry uh, free speech, I'm like, fuck up. <laughs> You're a stupid cunt, suck my dick. <laughs> Your mother you should have swallowed, Peter. On, Go ahead, Frank. On my channel, on my channel, when they when they cry free speech, mm -hmm. I tell them, dude, I'm Chinese. I don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do free speech. We talk about this is tyranny land here. Yeah. I look like Kim Jong Un. <laughs> I look like Kim Jong Un. You, bro, you should do a show with the fucking dictator's vet, like the whole guard. Like, you should do a whole show. You know what's funny is uh, back in high school, I had his exact same haircut. Like, bald on a side, straight up like that, and slicked back. I used to have the exact same haircut. So, flash forward to my 20s when he first hit the scene when his, after his dad died. I was like, dude, that guy's way out of date. He has my, he has my haircut from high school. <laughs> <laughs> you should send him a message. Be like, yo, bro, update your shit. <laughs> program guy. You're making me look bad. <laughs> oh my goodness oh, yeah. oh my goodness but I no i think was um you know it had had i got situated in denver i probably would have dressed up as kim jong-un for halloween oh, they would have loved it down there dude now they would have loved it look what happens though when you start talking about some real things people get their, their feathers ruffled people wow. get their feathers ruffled he gets you know, ruffled you know, you know, it's funny. Is I, I still have like a, a Jewish viewership. They still watch my show. Oh, you know? I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Although sometimes I may, I may, I may say the word Jew. She'll correct me and say, you mean fake Jews? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Fake Jews. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, I got to respect that at least because uh, she's a, she's an Orthodox. She's a good one. Rebecca Levi or Levy. Um, but yeah. It's not like we're sitting here saying we hate Jews. Nope. Like nobody's saying that. Like, like my yeah. last name is Jacoby. Like my great grandparents, who I never met. I don't know anybody on my father's side. My whole mother's side of the family are Fitzpatrick, Sullivan's, Whalens. I literally play the bagpipes in a ba in a bagpipe band and drums and, and wear a kilt. Like that's like I, my last name is Jacoby. I was I was raised where he does Irish ball bangers like, or whatever you call them. We free ball. So ball clappers. There's a lot of ball clapping in a kilt, but like. <laughs> it, so people people will assume I'm I'm Jewish because of my last name. Like they were German Jews and whatever they all whatever they did, you know, ran ran from the fucking the the Jew hunters or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't even know the history of it because I don't care. Like you're right, you hate Jews, you like Jews. Who gives a shit? I enjoy a good Jew, Jew joke. People get offended. I tell black jokes. I tell Asian jokes. I tell white jokes. I, I just I don't give a well, fuck. I, like, your grandfather was on the Nazi Watchtower, so. No, my grandfather died a war hero in World War II. He fell out of the watchtower at Auschwitz. Yeah. 
Yes. People don't like that joke. No, they don't, don't like, like that, that joke. They don't like that one. Peter probably would have hated it. It is what it is. Like if you're, if you're Jewish and you get offended, you get offended. If you're black and get offended, you get offended. Call me a racist. Call me a homophobe. I don't give a fuck. I I, I, I like and hate everybody equally. Yeah. I've been responsible for the pandemic for three years now. Yeah, you probably you probably geoengineered the virus in your fucking bathroom, Frank. Poland, and, yeah. and don't, don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't trust you. <laughs> now I now I want to tell a really bad Jew joke just to piss people off, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's fun. I won't though. I won't. So are, are we? The Jews own Hollywood. I don't know if anybody knew that or not. <laughs> Look at all the CBS employees. Uh, yeah. CNN. Oh, oh this is wow. a, this is so this is all James does all day because he has it readily NBC. on his computer. He literally just stares at pictures of Jews all day long. New York Times. <laughs> I have a feeling that he has this sexual attraction for the Jews. Oh, in the Los Angeles Times, December 28th, I don't care if America thinks that we're running the news media, Hollywood, Wall Street, or other government. I just care that we get to keep running them. Oh, okay. Run them. Run them. Listen, run them. Run them all you want. Interesting facts. Just weird facts. Weird it's facts. just, you get in trouble for saying that you, that you run everything. You know, I don't know. I'll get in trouble for saying, hey, yeah, never mind. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, I'm yeah, so never mind. Never, ne- never mind. I'm gonna be like on the front page of of some. Uh, they, so someone's gonna clip this and be like, "Listen to these podcasters and Frank from the NPC show to be talking bad about the Jews." Zionists. <laughs> the Zionists. Zionists. Z-bear, we call them Z bears on my show. Yeah, I on YouTube, so we have to do code words for everything. Uh, uh, China is uh, Chinese is a uh, panda, panda land, panda people. And the uh, people. Russia is the bears because they have bears as pets. And then, <laughs> it started, yeah, it started with those two, right? So now everything is a something bear, like a ha ha bear. That's French people. <laughs> uh, there's Z bears. Those are Zionists. So yeah, wow. now everyone's everything's it's, a bear now. It's, just- it's so, so funny that you say that because Justin, uh, he used to say nah bear all the time and he used to say that we fight bears like he he taught something called jaekwondo and he would literally literally fight bears and this is this jaekwondo, is you mean from from napoleon dynamite uh i don't know if it's from no I, that's, that's, Rex, that's, Rex that's Rex Kwando. Kwando. <laughs> yeah that's 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 rex kwondo uh jaekwondo where's that from i guess that's I don't him. Know. Oh, Jay, oh, Jay Jay Kwan, no, that was his. That was what he he. Oh he, yes, Jay Kwando. Oh, okay, him. Okay, that makes sense. And, and he would talk about how we're literally, literally fighting bears. Like I have a clip of him talking about. He's like, he's like, you know, if a bear attacks you, uh, you can't run away from it. You can't outclimb it. You can't yeah. like do anything. He's like, he's like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna die getting run down by a bear? He's like, I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna fight that thing. I'm gonna stand up. He goes, you know, what? I'm probably gonna go underhand, take it easy on it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we f- we fight bears, and then he, then he played this video. It's so good. Walk a walk. 
Papa Bear says this bitch is too fast. Bear's been gambling this high. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Winnie the Shut the Fuck Up. If you want me to get more acquainted with the ground, Tommy Bear's bouncing here and there and in your back. Oh, Brother Bear. I hear you've been harnessing picking at baskets. Madison told me we should meet face to face. Can't get enough of that golden crisp. It's got the crunch with. That's so when hilarious. you said that you call everything bears, I immediately reverted to that. I was like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it so, started with uh, Panda Bear. Oh, uh-huh. oh so, so how, how it started as Panda Bear to begin with was because, well, one, pandas come from China. And uh, we can't say, we can't use the word China too too much on YouTube, right? And it also, so there was this one incident as, in, as uh, the, the chi- China were sending their police to arrest journalists in Hong Kong. And then so... um. The, the international community was coming down on China. It's like, you, you can't just arrest journalists like that. Uh, that's that's a bit aggressive. And well, you, know, you know what the response was? Their official response to the international community was, China's not aggressive. China's like a panda bear. China's <laughs> like a panda bear. <laughs> panda bears are aggressive. Yeah. China not aggressive. China like a panda bear. <laughs> and then so um, now every time I refer to them, I, I refer to them as uh, Panda Land or Panda, Panda Panda. You know, Panda Panda. <laughs> yeah. And then and then a war broke out. The invasion had the minor incursion happened in Ukraine. I'm like, okay, now I need a name for them. I'll, I'll call them the bears because they they have bears as pets. I gotta go home and feed my bear. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Habib not Nurmagomedov. He literally he literally had a a, be- a pet bear that he would wrestle, and he so. Should. Bret Hart in Canada. There's that video of the Russians like in the snow, and they're like, the one guy's doing push uh, pull ups, the other Russians punching him in the abdomen every time he does a yeah. push up, and, and then like the bear is just behind them, like just I don't know, like wrestling with itself or something, and then they're feeding well, the bear and all kinds well, of crazy the, shit. The, the, the bear was shaking the branch up and down. That's right. That's right. So that yeah. When he's trying to do the the the, the leg lifts, yeah. it's more difficult because he has to balance himself as he's doing the leg lifts. Uh, <laughs> I like that meme that's around that's like Putin's shirtless on a bear. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tag you in it. Well, Putin's actually like a badass at judo, a black belt in judo and and good at jujitsu as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Putin, like if there was a world leader fight off, uh, Putin would be up there as far as uh, winning that, 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 that fight. <laughs> he's yeah. he's, get, he's getting old though. He's getting old. He's got some. He's got some medical yeah. problems. Too. Yeah, but even even still, there's not like there's not many world leaders that are that skilled at martial arts. And uh, if they were put in like a cage to fight, he'd still probably do pretty well. Yeah. No, he would literally not leave his corner, and miraculously, his opponent would just get poisoned, and nobody would figure out why because yeah. no one would see it happen. Like you would just be poisoned. <laughs> like so speaking of speaking of cage fights, what do you guys think about Zuck versus uh, Elon? Listen, I, I, out of all of the distractions that are going on right now, out of all of the things <laughs> that they're trying to distract us with. I'm here for this one. Like, I'm down for it. I want to see these guys get in a cage and duke it out. Like, the fact yeah. Elon Musk is out there saying Zuck is a cuck and let's have an actual dick measuring contest. Like, yeah. that's that's the distraction I'm here for. Like, fuck all the other distractions that they're trying to, to use. <laughs> this one, yeah. this is it. 
you got me. I'm going to tune in because this is hilarious. This is amazing. I don't care how fake and gay it is. I don't fucking care. (laughs) I want to see them. This, I want to see a lot of this, like fucking (laughs) flailing hand punches. And a little like two high school girls. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see it. And these two, like, I actually saw a picture of Zuck with uh, Israel Adesanya and, uh, and Volkanowski, who just defended his title this weekend on Saturday, which is a great fight where, where Donald Trump was at the UFC fights. Yeah. And Zuck was actually in pretty good shape. He wasn't like a, a twig like I thought he would be. Um, but yeah, he's, actually, he's actually oddly been training. And he's, he's, got, he, he's not as tall, but he's got 12 years on Elon. And they're, they're claiming Elon's a 180. I'm like, that's not possible. No, he's huge. He's 6'1", and he's got a big barrel chest with an alien living inside of it. He's built like a refrigerator, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's got to be at least like 220, but they're, 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 they're labeling him as a 180. You know what's odd is I, I was actually going to – because I, I actually think – because Zuck's been winning tournaments. The, well, false. He won one, and then he lost another one, and then he complained to have a redo. And then oh. they had a redo, and he won. Uh, oh, I gotcha. But he did win one. I will give him that. <laughs> yeah. so, so i i actually was like like a lot of people are like laughing at like zuck like he's a soy boy and i was kind of like well he's got 12 years on him and like i you know he's not training that long yeah he's the same age as me and i remember how it felt how healthier i was 12 years ago so i can imagine how it's going to be 12 years from now and i'm thinking about elon and i'm like holy crap so uh, i i thought the i thought the odds were going to be uh heavily I thought the odds were going to be heavily in favor of Elon. I actually went and looked it up. It's actually favoring Zuck. Hmm. By uh, well, yeah, I think. Hey, let me go look it up. I believe it was like um. Let's see, uh, Zuckerberg. Zuck uh, the cuck. Musk odds. Um, it's uh Zuckerberg minus one sixty, which means you bet a hundred bucks. You bet you bet one sixty, you win a hundred. Uh, for Musk, it's plus one forty, which means you bet a hundred, you win one forty. That's that's where it started. I don't know where it's at now, but it, I was hoping that they were going to give Zuck like three to one odds, and I, I'd bet on him because it's good odds. But not not now, you know. Are they going to actually fight? Is it going to happen? Well, now they're in the, they're like in legal battles now. Now they but they're not going to probably not going to fight now because they're in legal battles over Twitter and threads and all this bullshit. Well, threads like, is a complete you know. ripoff. But Gene in the in the chat said, did someone say uh, no Novichok poisoning? I guess that's how you pronounce it. Talking about Putin is poison. Oh, poisoning! Hey, I got I got your well your white your white noise again. Oh, it's got it's got to be go. it, it, it's white and it's not black noise. It's white noise. That's weird. That's uh, that's very weird. You sure it's not Zionist noise? It could be. It could be. It could be. <laughs> it could be I did. It's it fucking wild, dude. It's fucking like. Do you see what's going on with Roseanne and Theo Vaughn? Like Theo Vaughn's getting canceled from everywhere. Oh. For having yeah. Roseanne Barr on, literally canceled from everywhere. Like they're this guy who's a, he's a, he's a hilarious comedian, and Roseanne Barr said said something. He had to come out. He's like, "Yo, like if you watch the show, it was like a completely sarcastic, sarcastic yeah. statement, and they took it out of context, and they're literally banning him from from everywhere. Uh, it just goes." Just goes to show you can't talk about these things. You can't even joke about the Jews. No, like, like, look at it. It's an organized crime network, and uh, you know that's what it is. It's like 
pimps up, hose down. Yeah. That's how I always That's a great movie. It's like, okay, <laughs> your agent, pimp, another word for pimp. Yeah. Your lawyer, another word for pimp. And the hoes are the talent. And, you know, they think that talent is expendable. And they think the people running Hollywood are the pimps. And they are. It's just like any other business. Right. But yeah, that's the thing. In the end, it's just it's also just business. It is business, which is organized crime. All business is nothing but organized yeah. crime. Ain't it? It really is, yeah. So I mean And maybe this is also just- that Hollywood got in bed with the CIA and so that was government money given their way to portray certain things for mass media for mass consumption yeah and to keep people in line to keep them like thinking fairy tales instead of looking at the truth hey where's my tax money going Time, it's all, and then, the, and then richard gear uh, uh, hold on james pause that video what's up it's okay, so quick puzzle um oh, fuck i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> She was saying something about um, oh yeah. So she was saying something about the CIA controls Hollywood or something like that, right? Yeah, they, right. They, um, they they went into Hollywood. Yeah, they had all yeah, recently, yeah recently because of the whole Barbie thing. You know the China map. Did you know about that one? With Barbie, no. no. Yeah, with so Barbie, the, the new movie. Yeah, Barbie the movie came out, and somewhere in the movie, the and behind there's a map, and there's Asia somewhere on there, right? And you know how China keeps trying to stake claim to the South China Sea like it's theirs, even yes. though it touches the Philippines, Indonesia, Vietnam, but they say this is the South China Sea, right? They're trying to claim it as theirs. So if you find a, a map, a global map printed uh, by China, it'll actually have uh, like these, ni- they call it the nine dash lines because it's nine dotted lines that denote that the South China Sea belongs to China, right? Right. That map in the background of Barbie, the, the trailer, actually had dotted lines. It, granted, it didn't go like this. It would just went like that, you know? But it was, and it was eight dash lines. Um, so because of that, that move, Barbie the movie got banned from Vietnam. Because Vietnam's like, dude, that's our sea as well, right? So they banned Barbie, and wow. um, the the Pentagon came out and says we are we are going to be distancing ourselves from movie studios that kowtow to China. And I'm like, so you mean you have absolute every involvement in Hollywood? Well, I, I look, look at how look, look, look at how yeah. many movies bend the knee to China, like Star Wars, Disney. Yeah, they always, they always do. They have uh, to have alternative endings and, and change parts in the movie and take things out just for the, and, for the China market. Yeah, like yeah. like in the new Star Wars, they couldn't have the black character in the new Star Wars in China. They had to remove him from the cover and, and change the character completely. Well, what I liked was with the new Top Gun, how his flight jacket had the Taiwan flag on it. And they said, well, yeah. you can't you, you you'll never you have to take that out. And they I think they did it first. And then they were like, no, no, no. Fuck you! We're putting it back in, and they banned them from the China market, and they blew the 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 roof off the box oh, office good without the China market. I, I haven't seen the new Top Gun yet. Oh, dude, you got to see it. it I, 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 see I, it. I, I just saw it a couple of weeks ago, and I was very like, there was no woke bullshit. Like it was like a fucking fighter movie with you know a little bit of the love story, like the first one. But it is was it still. It, where did you? Can you see it not going it was, to a theater? It was on like Amazon or something. Oh, is it? I don't even know. Like I one of the streaming and, services. And, and that's something I want to get into um, also about the uh, the new uh, child trafficking movie and the movie theaters and stuff. I want to talk about that. So, so, so yeah, let's take that off if you guys want to do that. What? The, the Did you want to finish Roseanne yeah. talking about the Holocaust? Oh, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll see it to Roseanne Barf. Yeah, sorry about that. No, you're good. I want to, I want to yeah. see your tits. <laughs> they look fuck? great. You guys are sick. You guys are sick. <laughs> sick. Tell me, I like all tits. Sick. All 
Like, like, would you want to see Roseanne Barr? Like, remember when she sang the national anthem? Like that Roseanne Barr? Yeah, yeah. As uh, Roseanne Barr, the show, as fat as she was then and now, I still want to see him. I want to yeah, see I, everybody's tits. Yeah, I'd, I'd look, but I mean, I'm not going to jerk off to it, but I'll look. No, neither am I. I just want to see yeah. him. Like, there's a, there's a stark difference. It's like a train wreck. <laughs> you can't look away. I want to see Nancy Pelosi's tits. I want to see Lizzo naked. I want to just want to oh, see I, where it I all know, goes. I, I know. Alan, Alan's got this video that he's got going viral, and I posted it as well because it's fucking hysterical. And Alan put in the comments, it's this fat, woolly mammoth of a, of a female. And she's, like, trying to be sexy, and Alan – Puts in the comments, I want to see her naked. That's what he put. <laughs> That's what I put. I want to see I, her I naked. I want to see her naked. You sick. I want to see everybody naked. I just, because it's just, it's just uh, that, they, my wife is the same way. We'll sit there and watch something. It'll be the fattest, ugliest person. And oh. be like, would you want to see it naked? Absolutely. Oh. I want to see it naked. She <laughs> smells. She probably stinks. I don't want to smell it. I want to see it. <laughs> but they, like, you know, all that, like, that's what I think when I'm seeing. Like, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness they haven't developed smell-o-vision. Uh, that? that's, like that's like a 30 or 40-year-old idea that just never happened. Thank God. Uh, yeah. uh, well, I should take that back. They, they do have something like that for video games. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's a thing that sits it sits underneath your monitor right in front of you, right? And there's six um, vials or whatever it is. And, you know, like let's say you're playing Doom or something, and then like some fire comes out. It might It might put a burst of smell that smells like something burnt. Like, so yeah, I would I wouldn't like that. I'd be like, what the fuck is burning in my house? <laughs> That's wild. Oh All right, God. God. finish this Roseanne video. I don't want to talk about that. On Hollywood Boulevard. Don't go down there and actually look at the 12-year-old prostitutes that live on Hollywood Boulevard. Go and then and then Richard Gere falls in love with the prostitute on Hollywood Boulevard. Don't go down there and actually look at the 12-year-old prostitutes that live on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. Believe the bullshit lie. That, you know, the boy always gets the girl in the end and, you know, that, uh, you know, there's friendly aliens and, you know, anything Spielberg does. It's just for mind control. Mass media is for mind control and people are being paid and they're happy to take the money to make sure that they keep the population under mind control and quiet. They want docile workers. Yeah. Like in China docile workers they didn't have that in america you know they had loud people that were pissed working class people that are pissed and going i'm going to turn you into this and that if you don't this and that so they brought in all these immigrants that's what it's for is to break the back of their working class labor and pay like they'll do it for two cents drive the wages five dollars you want a fifteen dollars uh at uh minimum wage so we brought them in they'll do it for two see ya yeah it's just cruel, but that's what business is. That's what business is, really. Yeah, it it isn't it isn't no love story, right? Even so, adding to what 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 they're saying, and and actually going back to this whole gang stalker story I've been talking about, um, I'll, some of the stories that I've been covering on uh, Gateway Pundit talk about how uh, people are being told not to work, uh, and you know, to that I add like where are they getting their money from, and I. So, yeah, well, it's essentially these gang stalking networks. All these people doing the stuff in the chat and on Twitter, spreading out this propaganda. They're getting paid for it, and um, like I can tell you that there were there are some other content creators. I'm not going to name them, uh, but they they were suspiciously part of a lot of things, like potentially even like the J6 setup. 
Um, well, I, I 100% believe it. Without a doubt, yeah. infiltrators everywhere. Yeah. And and so what, one thing I noticed that was odd is like what this guy was, he was streaming all day, every day, doing nothing. And I'm like, how do you have money? And, and then when, when you combine that with the stories that the Gateway Pun is talking about, you know, like, the for example, the $1.5 trillion infrastructure package mm-hmm. where only $200 billion was infra- actual infrastructure. The rest of that $1.3 went to, like, woke organizations. Yep. Yeah, like a lot that. of it. That's ultimately funneling money to all these people yep. who are now no longer working, which is now why they're, they're bringing in all these migrants to fill in these spots that she's talking about here. Sure. Yep, without a doubt. Well, you have the the you have the NGOs and all of these non you know the nonprofits and they have <clears throat> they they have people on payroll to just whether they're streaming and pushing a certain narrative like like anything even down to I mean look at political campaigns I mean look at the people that the DeSantis uh, campaign hired to mm-hmm. to uh, uh, just spread the narrative that Trump is a bad guy, Trump supporters are mm-hmm. bad people. You're talking about other people. You're talking about people that grifted off Donald Trump's name for years to gain large followings and make money and get podcasts and radio shows and all this shit who are now supposed DeSantis supporters yeah. and they're getting paid by the DeSantis campaign to just yeah. shit on Trump and people like us. Well, that's exactly yeah. what's happening, and they they use this dark money to to funnel it through Act Blue, through BLM, through all these other different organizations, and through uh, the 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 Federal Reserve uh, with these bills yeah. that they're they're stuffing. It's it's really uh, crazy to think that the establishment would go that far, but it's happening right in front of our face, and mm-hmm. they'll do anything to stop us from telling the truth and discourage us and threaten us. Um, some more than others. Uh, you know, a lot of these attacks are uh, by design. They don't want us putting out this content. They don't yeah. want Frank to continue making a show. They want to. They don't want us to continue putting out this content. Like it's the more. It is demoralizing when you're putting out all this content you once had unbelievable engagement and now you get nothing. Like that's that's it's, it's very frustrating. But that's yeah. what they're trying to do. They're trying to demoralize us and get us to stop. Uh, and yeah. there's that, that that will sit there all day just to to do that. The only way I'm stopping is if I'm dying. And whether yeah. it's naturally or they put a bullet in my head. <laughs> yeah, so the I'm not stopping. I, I'll tell you what the, the funny part about the fact that they're bringing in migrants to fill in these jobs that the gang stalkers are no longer working. At some point, that money's going to get cut off. Well, let me let me ask you this. Because we'll have jobs to go back to. Yeah. Yeah. Alan, I, I don't know about where you're at, uh, Frank, but uh, I grew up in the ci- near the city, and now I'm in Vegas. And Vegas used to be a 24 hour, like everything was 24 hours, everything, like the WalMarts, all the fast foods, everything was 24 hours. Now they yeah. they're all closing at like 10 because they can't get enough workers to work there. Like nobody's 24 hours anymore. Have you guys noticed that with uh, in your areas as well? Like the 24 hour stores don't exist. Hundred percent. There's few um, and far between. Go ahead, Frank. I, I don't think that was ever really a thing in Utah. The 24-hour thing. Maybe Makes gas sense. station. That's about it. Makes sense. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you one. You know, it used to be where I am in Long Island, and people say, "Listen, there's nothing like a, a Long Island diner," and you have diners all over Long Island, and they are open 24 hours every day. Every day they're open 24 hours. Yep. And now very few of them are open 24 hours. They're open till like 11, 12 o'clock at night. And then what they'll do is on Friday and Saturday nights, 
they'll they some of them won't even stay open 24 hours then they'll stay open till like three in the morning and then you'll get the few that are in it that are around near bars that'll close at 4 a.m here that they will stay open 24 hours friday and saturday nights only where it used to be every night i remember going to a specific bar when i was younger and you know uh, even like in, in my early 30s, Wednesday night, we go drink till four in the morning like degenerates and then be in the diner by by 415 eating ridiculous amounts of fatty food until five o'clock in the morning. You can't there. It just doesn't happen anymore. Even in New York City. You're not finding the 24-hour places. There are some, but not like it used to be. You're not finding the pharmacies open 24 hours. Where you would have three 24-hour pharmacies in a 10-mile radius, you have one in a 15-mile radius. Maybe. I'd be really pissed off if that was the case now. Because back when I was promoting in a club, when I was in my early 20s, mm-hmm. uh, I fell asleep in a diner. Uh, <laughs> I We got fucking hammered. We were drinking until like 4 in the morning. We went to McDonald's. And my buddy who was driving, uh, we got to the drive-thru and the, the line was like fucking mile long. And we and he I had already fallen asleep. He fell asleep in the driver's seat, uh, getting woken up by the manager, like, yo, you guys gotta leave. Uh he's like, No, I want a burger. He's like, No, I called the cops, you gotta leave. So we left and we went to the diner. We ordered a bunch of food, didn't make it. I didn't make it. I fell asleep at the table with the food there, getting woken up by the police. It's uh, amateur hour. Amateur hour. You don't fall asleep at the diner. Oh, dude, I was fucking hammered. Hammered, dude. I was I was promoting. We get free bottles. It was fucking wild. It was wild. Uh, get, get rid of this Roseanne video. I'm done. She, she said about the Holocaust, no big deal. I really want to talk about this. This uh, Frank, did have you seen this trafficking movie? No, I haven't yet. I have not either. Neither. And, 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 he, and here's my thing. Everybody's talking about it. This is the movie to see. It, it, it really highlights the, the child trafficking. Talks about adrenochromes. Talk, Talks so, about the government involvement. I, you know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Caviezel was actually on Bannon's show talking about adrenochrome. It is, it is, it, that, that, that is awesome. I was like, oh, you're going to let him talk about this on your show? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean Steve, Steve Bannon's on platforms that really aren't going to throw him out. I mean, he pretty much he pretty yeah. much dominates Real America's Voice and and, yeah, yeah. and and other platforms. But so here's the thing, and, and I think, listen, you want to go see this movie? Fine. I'm going to see it, but I'm not going to go to a movie theater and pay for it. I'm not going to do it. And I mm. – I, I, I like that it's in movie theaters for the normies to go and see it. And I'm hoping like James, we spoke about earlier today that people will take something away from this movie mm-hmm. and not just say, Hey, I saw the movie, but it was like going to see uh taken with Liam ne- uh, Neeson. Yes, and, uh, Nielsen, I'm, I'm, yeah. and I'm what's that? Well, Liam Nielsen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Liam ne- Neeson, whatever the hell his name is. Um, and, and that's it. It was a bad movie. Now I'm off onto my everyday life and that it, in the hopes that it opens up people's eyes and things like that. And, you know, our friend of the show and who we we both had contact with, Ian Smith, who had said about, oh, you know, is this going to fear monger people to go and like get their kids microchipped to and, and, and things well, like that, which which I can see wild people doing. But just, just I just want to bring the question out and then we can talk about it is I think this movie from the last I saw, and I, and I don't want to mistaken, but I might be, something like $40 million it brought in, something like that, yeah, if, if so I'm not mistaken, right? Years. 
something crazy. It beat, it, it beat the Indiana Jones movie, Without which is which is hey great. And there's some other shit that came out, which some guy that's involved who helped finance the movie, who's got some Carlos nefarious Slim. connections. Carlos right. We'll, 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 we'll get into that, and I and I want to. But here's the thing: forty million dollars. And I don't know. I'm gonna play dumb. Is any of that money going towards the battling and exposing child trafficking, whether it be legit so, organizations and things like that? Where is the money going? That's so forty million dollars. I, I agree with you. I, I would hope that money, like the the whole movie, is predicated on Tim Ballard's story. Uh, which he runs our rescue uh, operation underground railroad, which is str- uh, an organization that fights against child trafficking. So if this movie is based on that organization, I would hope that 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 money is going towards helping children. We have to dig into that and find out, especially with the ties to Carlos Slim, uh, who's got very heavy ties to uh, the Clinton Foundation, Hillary Clinton and Bill Gates did a lot of work with Bill Gates. Uh, he's the one funding this entire movie. How much? I don't think he's funding the entire thing. Go ahead, Frank. I got some bad news. So, yeah. um, you know, like I, I, you know, people promote it, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's another movie. It brings attention to it. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, an Operation Underground Railroad. It's a, you know, apparently, a, allegedly, a noble cause. I don't want to denigrate what they do. Maybe they are doing what they're doing, but I can tell you for a fact they are under investigation in Utah. Uh, you can actually look. You can actually look up the article. Fox News has talked about it as well. In twenty, I think twenty twenty one, they that's when the investigation began. I don't know. I haven't followed up on it, but apparently investigated for what? So apparently there was some uh, kids that were rescued, mm-hmm. uh, and Operation Underground Railroad was like, "Oh look, re- kids rescued in Utah, uh, donate to us." But it was not done by them. It was done by the Utah sheriff, oh. and that is charity fraud. So okay. yeah, so you basically like let's say the cops, let's say uh, someone someone saved someone's life, mm-hmm. and then you go and say, "Oh, look, I saved this person's life. Donate yeah. to me." That's charity fraud. And so they were on. I don't know what the results of it was. I didn't follow up on it, but it's it's been a red flag. That's why I haven't really been pr- promoting. So um, under investigation for a, a financial so a financial crime, crime not necessarily like a yeah yeah no not like a crimes against children no, crime like so. Yeah. So, uh, no, you have to be careful because, you know, uh, I I truly believe what Ashton Kutcher was doing with his thing was a a front to actually traffic kids that he was working with John McCain. We know what John McCain's involved in. Uh, You have to be very, very careful. Uh, I I have a very unique uh, thought thought on what's going on. And I, I, I think it is important to highlight the money that's coming behind this, where the money is going. Like Alan, what's the movie called again? Uh, Sounds of freedom, and I, I think it's very, very, very important uh, to look into those things. I think that's definitely uh, something that us people that have been do- do- talking about this stuff for years, because the people that I know who have watched it that are aware of this, this evil that's in the world are all like, "Yeah, this is nothing that we haven't talked about in a long time." Or talked about already. I'm sorry, but here's the thing. There are millions of people, tens of millions of people that are going to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Tens of millions. And, you know, Alan said to me earlier, he's like, I, I wish people like Natalie, our good friend Natalie Denise, or, or even Brandy, got highlighted more, and the Shepherd's Watch got highlighted more than, uh, than, than this movie. 
but the reality is they're not like we've been doing this work for years and they're only getting the view and they're getting censored as much as they possibly are a movie like this in the mainstream even if one percent of the tens of millions of people that are seeing this movie and i'm seeing tons of reaction videos where people are bawling their eyes out crying because of this movie um and if one percent of the tens of millions of people that seen it get a fire lit under their ass and get involved and they maybe go out and find people like natalie and help natalie get things done or they go and find people like the shepherd's watch and help fight against child trafficking because they saw this movie it's a win and it's a double-edged sword because I'm I, I'm at the point where like if you can find a way to, to to bootleg it and what I'm seeing in the chat and Foxhole right now, white memes is saying that Tim Ballard and Elon Musk came to an agreement and they're broadcasting it for free on Twitter in mid-July. Um, That's it, when I'll watch it. So so I I just looked up on Google. First of all, all right, I see Angel.com has a website. All right, yes. pay it forward for Sound of Freedom, but. I, and I have to look more into this because this is just something based off our, our conversation today off air, James, that I was questioning because mm -hmm. I'm wondering, because if this is something, um, well, like I'm, I, I, know, they, I know for a fact, Disney had the rights to the movie and tried to shelve it for five years. Yeah, I that, that. That, I, that I've heard. All right. I, so I know, I, I know they, they went to Amazon with the movie. Amazon wanted nothing. There's also there's also a question like a, there's a Google question people also ask under there who funded Sound of Freedom and this is the answer this came out nine hours ago Angel which is based in Provo Utah relies on crowdfunding to boost its projects more than seven thousand and they call it Angel investors with quotation marks raised five million in exchange for revenue sharing to help market Sound of Freedom the company said now apparently there's this guy that what's his name again the Car guy who's Carlos Slim so I can okay. I can I can so, pull, pull up Ian's tweet if you want I don't know I don't really need to see I, I just I'm, I want to know if how much of the movie he funded. What what his true involvement is, and you know, typically well, movies themselves praised praised him pretty highly in an interview. To typically move right, typically movies will have their own website. A movie like this that's making forty million dollars for the cause it's supposedly, you know, that it's exposed, you know, for the issue it's exposing, maybe the cause that it, that it's fighting for against uh, child trafficking. You would think somewhere publicly it would say. Even if it said a portion, and maybe it does somewhere, maybe someone could point that out to me because I'm going to look for it. A portion of the proceeds, a portion of the profits of this movie is going towards strengthening the organizations that are truly battling it child would, It would be our, it would be their own organization. That would be the organization that it's going to for sure. But I agree with you. I, I, I think that's 100% correct, but – we at this moment in time we're unsure and at this moment in time the impact that this movie is making is 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 great it's it's a waking up thousands millions of people to what's going on and again it's not going to activate everybody it's not going to be like all right i need to do something about this but there are people that are going to see this and they're going to want to get involved and somehow help in the fight against human trafficking which is a win in my book and i'm very conflicted because at the same time, all of this nefarious stuff that we're seeing behind the scenes with this movie, with Carlos Slim, you know, with, uh, you know, Tim Ballard being a CIA agent, things like that. Um, I also see the fact that Disney didn't want the movie, but I also see the reaction of the media and them calling it a QAnon uh, folklore movie. Like it's a it's a total QAnon nonsense garbage movie trying to, to call it a hit piece, which 
Alan made a post the other day, and, and, and I think it summed it up perfectly. It's like, why? Who would want to stop? Uh, who would want to shut down a movie that covers human trafficking, other than the people that are committing the human trafficking? And why would they want to, you know, label it yeah, like so- this? And, and 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 I get you gotta do damage control the best that you can, but the mm-hmm. thing is. If you're going to do damage control in a situation like that, why would you try to make yourself look completely unhinged and completely crazy where people that are looking at this, they're like, hey, this is a movie about child trafficking. Why are you trying to downplay this and call it some QAnon conspiracy Um, for their base? Frank, what were you just going to say? Because I wanted to just bring something up to you. You you were going to say something. I forgot. (laughs) No worries. It's probably wasn't important. So someone in the chat had just said in my chat over here, Amer- America the Free is that why why is there so many mainstream media hating on this movie, exactly downing the movie by using Q? Because I feel like if they that they want to downgrade, they want to call it QAnon, they want to call it Q for their base, so that they rumble their base and saying, you see what these people are trying to do? They're trying to blame. The, the government, they're trying to, their government conspiracies, they're trying to blame media, they're trying to blame Hollywood about all this child trafficking, saying that Hollywood is just run, or the, these pedophile rings are just run through Hollywood, which, I mean, the evidence is there, people. We're not idiots. No. But yeah, you know who doesn't like exposing pedophiles and human traffickers? It's pedophiles and human traffickers, or those that gain something from protecting pedophiles and human traffickers not necessarily they have to be it but it's just as bad if they're protecting these people but again i i think something like this Mm -hmm. i am not happy that people had to go pay for this movie i Mm -hmm. get that the movie cost money to produce and make Mm -hmm. okay but that money should have been secured and raised or if people really cared about it where people what's a movie ticket now i haven't been to the movie in years 15 dollars. i don't even know how much a movie is so and then we're, we're going to support the theaters that are playing all of these woke movies in the next theater across from the theater you're watching this movie in well like, that's, so, the, that's the thing well, it's only you know, 2600 Wait, so, so going back to what you were saying, you know, when you're reading the thing about the angel investors, yeah, and they get the revenue, they're the ones that are getting the money, based on what you read. Well, I I don't know. I, so they raised five million dollars exchange for revenue sharing to help market Sound of Freedom. I want to know, I want to know exactly who's profiting from this, and where that money's going. Because I'm going to tell you right now. If zero of that money is going towards any cause to help prevent human trafficking, child trafficking, I think this is a tra- – it could be a great movie that, 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 that sends that message that hopefully opens people's eyes. But other than that, it's sounding to me like it's a big, complete fucking grift and yeah. a moneymaker for certain people. Yes, it has a good message. I'm not saying don't – I can't wait to see the movie. I'm not going to pay for it because I'm not going to support somebody's fucking grift. This movie should be – if they want to put it in theaters, it should be you go, you show up and you, I'm here to see that movie for free. Or it should just be streaming everywhere that everybody can see it. And I have a problem so with the profit it, angle. On their, yeah. on their website, Operation Underground Railroad uh, – we hope everyone can experience this powerful movie. While none of the, none of the proceeds from Sounds of Freedom go to our, you can still make a difference. So none, none of, of the proceeds go to them. None of the proceeds. Well, go to the angel investors sounds like to me. 
I want to, I want to know because I, I, Frank, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm telling you that there are people Look, making millions of money off this of this direct, movie. Direct, I just directly, directly from their website, Our Rescue. We hope everyone can experience the powerful movie while none of the proceeds, none, right there. From Sounds of Freedom, go to Our. You can still make a difference. So I, it is driving people to the website for sure. Uh, that is that is a, a case, but it, it is I 100 percent agree with you, Alan. Uh, it, that's it, if there's no money going to actually help survivors. What the fuck are they doing? So uh, this I don't know who this is. America the free. They, they said there there is a vid. There's a video, and I didn't see this video. Uh, if you have America the Free, if you have a link for it and you want to throw it in there, I I, I haven't seen what? it. But then again, I haven't looked too much in it. She said, There's a video with a woman that found the CEO of AMC Theaters was a chief staffer for Clinton and flew with Bill to Epstein's Island. I, I don't know. I've never seen this video. I'd love to see it. Uh, I don't know, Frank, you know anything about that? Because in my chat, they said Frank, Earth to Frank. Like maybe you're supposed to know or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. But I'd love to see this video with a woman that found the CEO of AMC theaters. Cause that, that that's the big thing too, is mm. these theaters that are playing these movies that are produced in Hollywood, that these woke movies, it's mm. all a business. It's all a grift. And here we have this movie with this great message that you people have to pay to go and see that's making millions of dollars. Now we have a website who, of an organization who fights human trafficking that says, while it's a good movie, we get none of the proceeds. And it's based on that organization. The whole movie is based on that organization. But uh, but again, you know, Tim, Tim, Tim Bally, like someone said, he, he is a Mason. Uh, to what level, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, he, is a, he, wore, he had that Mason fl- uh, tie that he wore with the uh, little so- dial. So uh, apparently that video might be a short TikTok. They're gonna, if, if you have, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, it's uh, ajacoby1776 or Instagram, what? it's alanjacoby1776. Um, if you can get me a link or something or drop it in a chat somewhere where we could see it, I'm curious about that. Amanda, Amanda 45 said that uh, I heard lots of the theaters were showing it for free. So if there is theaters that are showing it for free, I'd love to know the list of those theaters. That'd be awesome. I'd go see it for free. Yeah. You uh, got that white noise again. By the way, you know, if you, if you, I ran, I just ran a Google search for Operation Underground Railroad under investigation in Utah. Yeah. You'll find several articles about it. And one, one of them is by Fox 13. And that's and, about yeah. basically like the Utah, whatever sheriff in Utah saved the kids and they took credit for it and they fundraised on it. So maybe a charity yeah, yeah. investigation. Yeah, I'm seeing one article from October of 2020 and another one from October 2021, which is weird. That there, but mo- for the most part, most of them. There's another one, October 10, 2020. Uh, yeah. Nothing has come from the investigation yet. There's been no outcomes. I haven't nobody- followed up on it, and these things probably take forever, anyways. Yeah, to, you know. And so, listen, they can I, I, investigate anything they want. It's it's, it's what's what's going to come at the conclusion of it. Sorry, James, what do you got? Yeah. No, I, I I had a quick minute video. I'm in uh, Huey Media, who's been on the show. I think sums oh, it up yeah. sums it up perfectly uh, on how to handle this situation. I think what he said is 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 uh, is awesome. Hello. The one thing I get a lot whenever I question these movements that are seemingly good movements are people that say, why are you so negative or why are you so black pilled? Like, just take a win for once. And it's like, yeah, I I truly hope I'm wrong. I truly hope this is a win. But it's like, I don't believe it is. And 
then they ask like what is the solution well the solution is not just watching a movie and buying a shirt it's it's education we got to educate our kids and our communities we got to supervise them and make sure that they don't go out alone especially if they're a young kid, because you got to educate them that these sickos really do exist. They're really out there. It's not a conspiracy. It's it's legit. And you got to educate at home. It starts at home. Yes, no watching a movie or buying any sort of merchandise is going to just save the problem. We need judges, too, that are going to hold these people accountable. And sadly, a lot of these judges are beyond corrupt. The one thing I get a lot whenever I... There's a part two... So really quick before you you play part two, I, I just want to touch on something he said yes. about educating at home and things like that. So let's just take that number. Let's just say $40 million, okay? Let's just take $10 million to, for production, for, right? You got to pay people to make 15, the movie. It's $15 million it costs. Okay, $15 million it costs, right? Mm-hmm. That's what costs to produce the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So then you, you you take the rest of it or at least half of the rest of it and you pump it into every community out there that child trafficking is it's like a hub for child trafficking for community outreach for parents to go and 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 have these seminars by these organizations like the one that's not getting any any of the proceeds of the movie and, and there are many more to actually have and do this community outreach to maybe make parents more aware of of what to look for for child traffickers. You could watch all of the YouTube videos that you want about it and see these close calls of kids almost getting kidnapped yep. and ended up never being seen again. You know where? So all right. So so take this. Black Lives Matter went and raised all this money, right? And what did they do with it? They bought mansions and they paid themselves ridiculous salaries. They didn't build community outreach centers. They didn't build homeless shelters for black women and children. Where's the where's all of the libraries in black yep. communities? Where is all that? No, they pocketed the money. I'm not yeah. saying they're doing that with this money for the movie, but somebody's making a lot of money. Where's the community outreach? Is that going to happen? What are they doing? Just like Huey Media just said, the education part. So he, he gets into that a little bit here. The sound of freedom. Let's talk about it. So in my previous post, I stated how I learned that the person that funded this whole film is also associated with the Clinton campaign and Bill Gates. And I just said how I find it weird that, you know, someone with those corrupt ties would also want to be involved in a film that's exposing trafficking. Before I get more of my thoughts and get further into it, I do want to say right off the bat, thank you to all the people that are truly fighting and trying to uh, raise awareness to this issue because it's a very real issue. Some very corrupt pieces of garbage are truly involved in this. And they have the media working for them, trying to spin it like, oh, it's a right wing thing to talk about it. Oh, you're linked to the 17th letter of the alphabet if you talk about it. No. Trafficking is not a political topic. It should be every human should be interested in this. So thank you. And I respect you to all the people that are trying to raise awareness. The sound of freedom. Let's talk about it. So in my previous post, oh, I stated how I learned that the, the fuck the, I, I it, listen, I, we, we, we could talk about it. We really, we, we know what he's going to say. And, and, and it's everything we just said. And it's, it's, Old people say, well, why would they want to expose this shit? Now let me get to my next point, and it's probably going to offend people. People say, well, why would they want to expose this shit? Like, wouldn't they want to keep it under wraps? 
it's like no exposure doesn't mean shit unless you do something productive with the exposure exactly don't get me wrong exposure is very important and exposure is great but you need to be in control of that exposure and where that exposure is leading to for example black lives matter whether you agree with that movement or not um that we can all agree there was a ton of exposure of that but where did that funnel to all it funneled to was the funds went to the dnc and they used it corrupt people used it to buy mansions instead of helping the problem they were pretending to solve Mm -hmm. same point with this movie there's a ton of exposure of this movie i hope it helps solve trafficking but i'm not going to cheer until i see a ton of arrests until i see epstein's clients exposed i'm not going to cheer now let me get to my next point in this project in my first year doing this um i did a thing called trafficking thursdays where every thursday i did a a, a show like we're like the full the whole first hour was literally just uh trafficking arrests from all over the country and and every you know like every thursday i would look oh every news article about trafficking arrests for the last seven days and every day would be at least 60 to 90 minutes of it. Uh, I've stopped doing that. And the only reason why is because we have a bigger problem right now. And that's contributing to it. And it's the open borders. It's the liberal policies. Um, and that's the real only reason why I stopped. Because the, the root of the problem right now isn't these individuals who are doing it. It's the government. And I, I don't know if you saw the expose on um, uh, it, was, it was Project Veritas back when James O'Keefe was still there. Yep. But they basically exposed that our government is involved in facilitating yeah, we talked about it on the show. We covered that that whole story, and we yes. played those videos. Uh, they're DHS, uh, CPS, they're, the the border agents. They're all facilitating with our tax dollars to tra- transport these children into these yeah. huts all over the fucking country. Brandy, who who's in the chat, uh, yeah. has has it, it, uh, helped save a lot of these kids in these houses. It's fucking wild what's going on. White yeah, noise so again. Cool. I think it's every time you play a video, it's just something yeah. happens. Go ahead, oh, so I guess what the, 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 the question here is, uh, in the movie Sound of Freedom, did they talk about that? Considering that, uh, you know, most movies are, they, they run through the Pentagon, right? True. Before they're approved. Well, so if anyone out there has seen it, did hmm. they actually mention that our government's kind of responsible for it? And if they didn't, then this is just another Hunter Biden uh, trial where we're going to we're going to go ahead and say that he is guilty. But we're going to give him a slap on the wrist so that hey, we did our job and you can't get him for double jeopardy. I think they someone mentioned that I that saw it said that they, they talked about the CIA's involvement in this stuff. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, give him a point for that one. And, 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 and uh, I like that. I, I, I got to get that on the fucking pads. It's great. <laughs> Frank, Frank has some great sounds on his show. Feel free to use yeah, anyone free, you want. Yeah, should have said free, that. From the it's a, this is an open platform. <laughs> feel free to hit the pads. Um, but uh, I, I, I feel like someone told me that they, they said something about that. I know they talked about Adrena Chrome in the movie. But the one thing that bothered me, the one thing that really bothered me is that it, I, it didn't really bother me. But the one thing that I wish they had done and I think would have made a, a greater impact instead of covering uh, human trafficking in some far off land in a jungle. We should have covered the human trafficking that's going on right here at home in the United States every single day. I Did think they that, do anything in the movie in relative in, in reference to the, the border. I, I'm not sure. I just know. And, 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 and Tim Ballard, what was ex CIA Amanda? Uh, and he worked for Homeland security. Um, but I'm not sure if they did. I haven't watched it yet. I, I just, I, I just, 
was told a few things about the movie. I I was told the movie was actually good. Like I was told the movie was actually a. Uh, well, we, well, we have uh, to watch it, and then we're gonna have to do a show and 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 speak about it. Like maybe we'll do it, a watch party. Maybe I don't even want. Do I, I don't. I don't even want to do. I don't even want to no, do a watch all, party. That, that, a watch party. We can get the uh, chat's involvement in this discussion, and it'll it'll save people from going and spending money on it. They can watch it for free. Well, you just said that apparently they're gonna be streaming it for. No, for we'll on, do a watch party from Twitter. I, I have to, that's fine too. I have to watch this movie alone and I have to really sink into it because I, I really want to see where they go with this, who they're mentioning. To be honest with you, I want to watch it and see who they're not mentioning and what yes. they're not mentioning and why. Like, I want to know if there's extensive coverage of the border. I want to know if there's coverage in it with uh, uh, the uh, uh, Homeland Security and things like that, those who might be facilitating it and by turning the other way and putting these children in dangerous homes and things like that and sponsors and wristbands and all that shit. I don't want to hear about child trafficking in a faraway jungle. I want to know that's what, what I heard is about. It's like from a foreign land. And that's the thing. It, it doesn't take brain surgery. Like, I, you know, I, I don't want you media, if he sees this, to take offense. But everything he just said, I've made every single one of those points about the movie at some point today, oh, whether in our conversation or here. And it's just like, use your fucking heads. I want, it's a very simple question. I want to know where the money's going. And great, we made a fucking movie about child trafficking in the hopes that normies see what's going on and start paying attention, which I have a high doubt rate of people that are actually going to care. They're going to go see this movie and say, wow, that was really bad. Let's go stuff our fat fucking faces at Applebee's for twofers and forget about it. And there's going to be the some that say, hey, I want to look into this a little bit more. Great. I hope there's a lot of them. I just have I, my doubts. I think there's going to be, I, like I said, even even 1% of the tens of millions that are seeing it is a, is, a, is a large amount of people. And if that 1%, if, if one of those people, if just one of those people turn into a Natalie Denise or a Brandy and help fight and actually save children, that's a, that's a very good thing in my book. That's a very, very good thing in my book. Uh, I know, I know Natalie has worked with Tim Ballard and I do trust her judgment. Uh, uh, what do you I, think, Frank? Um, I mean, you know, it, 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 it costs money to put something like this out, you know, to produce it as well as market it. Uh, you know, I, I understand that. I mean, I'm, I'm a finance dude. I, I've looked at budgets. Sure. Uh, I, I, by the way, I've heard about the story about how Bannon tried to get you for $22,000 to promote your cigar. Twenty thousand actually, it was twenty thousand a month. Oh jeez, oh twenty thousand a month. And Marjorie yeah, well, Taylor Green, Marjorie Taylor yeah. Green, with her stupid podcast, her media company reached out to me and wanted to get this, and I, I turned that upside down. They went crazy. Her boo Brian Glenn got all pissed off at me on Twitter. Wanted <laughs> twelve thousand dollars an episode so that Brian Glenn can do recordings about my cigar on Marjorie Taylor Greene's podcast. And then when I called them out on it, they said, oh, yeah, we're not going to – we're not selling Marjorie Taylor Greene media time right now. But but here, it's like it's, it's – Here's it's, the email. <laughs> it's I have – and I have the emails. Like I sent them to Laura Loomer and Raheem Kassam, and Raheem Kassam's exact text back to me was like, well, the ethics committee would have a ball with this one. Like this is the problem I have with the conservative movement is the fucking grift. Sebastian yeah. Gorka said to me. 
I sent Sebastian Gorka free cigars to his house in Virginia, smoked them, loved them, sent him a hat. You go on his Instagram, he takes pictures with all of these guns. All these gun manufacturers, I found this out too, from someone at Salem Media, they all send him these guns for free, make them guns and send them, and he does these videos with them and poses with them. Complete Mm -hmm. fucking grift. I send him the cigars. He loves them, and then he says, well, for $5,000... I'll wow. make a post about them on Instagram because I have over 400,000 followers. And to that I say, go fuck yourself because if you want to help new small conservative businesses where people are going to vote for their dollars, then yeah. you would fucking light up a cigar like you do anyway and you'd post about it on Instagram and help my company. Roger and- Stone doesn't take a fucking dime from me to penny promotes my cigars every time he, he All the time because wow. he wants to help. And yeah, All when the people time. use his code i send uh, him a, a like my pillow does i'll send him a referral fee like i have influencers that i'll do that with that you if you uh, just like my you want to frank you want a promo code i'll give you a promo code like and, and pay people but like twelve thousand dollars an episode a member of congress sebastian gorka jerk me off with you with, with your stupid accent with yeah, five thousand dollars an instagram post and, and sloppy steve bannon the king of conservative media <laughs> jerk me off twenty thousand dollars a month so f- fun fact about Sebastian Gorka, he is pro-Ukraine. Uh, he's a, a a denier that any of them are Nazis. I, I and I heard this all. I heard him say all of this in Me a too. Twitter space. Oh, you heard it. You heard it too. Yeah, yeah. He's he's all about giving this give Ukraine all the money that they want. They're those Nazis. They disband things like that. Oh yeah, the the Azov Battalion is in just waving Nazi flags and symbolism everywhere and. Uh, they're not. It's 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 absolutely insane. Uh, no, Sebastian Gore can get fucked. Like I I I still I still can't let him go. And 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 it, not just him, the Dennis Prager's, the Charlie Kirk's, everybody that's part of Salem Media that all watched Two Thousand Mules together. And before the movie, they were like, "Ah, oh, there's no election rigging." They watched the movie and they were all like, "Oh, oh my God, it's so bad. We gotta so fight nonstop to correct this." And I won't stop until it's corrected. None of them have done a goddamn thing. Like none of them have even talked about it ever again. I haven't heard them talk about mm-hmm. election election fraud or election rigging ever mm-hmm. again. Like we're coming up on the primaries right now. Every single one of these people, regardless if you're a meatball Rob the f- supporter or you're a Donald Trump supporter, should be standing up and be like, yo, we need to figure out how to make sure these elections are secure. We need to figure this shit the fuck out. Like all of these big influencers in the conservative movement, they all who all especially the ones who said they're gonna fight nonstop to correct it, that's what they should be doing right now. None of them are doing a goddamn thing. They're all sitting there just trying to make money and grift off the movement. Like, who's going to pay me money to promote their product? They're all in it for the money. So, obviously, Frank, you're familiar with – So, I I, I mean, I – I personally, like, just just with with Bannon, I I think he's a little bit more square. The others, like MTG and RSBN, yeah, probably very big-time grifters, considering that Brian Glenn is not even a Second Amendment advocate, by the way. If you even watch his live stream, they were in in Kenosha. What happened? Oh, I said he can get fucked. Yeah. Yeah, RSBN's covered from when they were in Kenosha covering Kyle Rittenhouse's verdict. Yeah. Uh, he he was like, oh, we're going to get these guns off the streets. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Exactly. You RSB and you're saying that shit. Great. Um, I mean, I, I, and, and by the way, the only reason why I'm, I'm having Steve's back is I'm a little, I like him. 
Uh, he seems passionate about what he's do, what he does. I see his production. I know that he has staff and it's very expensive. And maybe that's why he's charging what he charges for. It's bullshit because I actually, Frank, I got to stop you. His producers, okay. I, I know. <laughs> I know I'm I'm good because I know a CFO is awesome. I'm good. I'm good friends with uh-huh. someone who started that for yes. him. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. And we it didn't come from, it came from another producer that uh-huh. told me Steve Bannon's show isn't worth $2,000 a month. First of all, Steve Bannon, he just, he goes on there and now it's not, he, he, Steve Bannon's war room used to be great. Okay. But now he just, he, he spews off all this shit. This one in handcuffs, that one in handcuffs, this one, that one. There's a, like, it, it's all just for clicks and views. Yep. It's known that Steve Bannon is a competition destroyer. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a fact. He's worth a shit ton of money. He, mm-hmm. all he does is want money. Okay. Patriot he wants Freedom to be the only one. Patriot Freedom Project, who I'm involved with, Cynthia Hughes, she finances uh, through donations, obviously, nonprofit, defense for January 6th, uh, defendants and their families to pay rent and and, and uh, mortgages and electric bills and all this shit. And Steve Bannon helped her fundraise, okay, and d- donated nickels of his own money. Guy's worth over $30 million. Nickels of his own money. Mm-hmm. And then, like... I notice and I hear from people when he's done with it, like when he's tired of something, like even if it's a good cause, just kind of, eh, I'm done with it. We're on to the next thing that I can make money on. His show is not that high production. It doesn't take that much money to run his no. show. And literally, um, he he's, uh, I, I just, good, good inside sources. To him, mm-hmm. it's all about the fucking money. That's all he cares. It's, it's unfortunate, <laughs> and I wish he wasn't like that. You know, you know Turning Point USA? Mm-hmm. Right, I call yeah, it T- yeah. TPUS gay now because they they they, <laughs> they they hype up all these gay conservatives and the fucking MAGA drag queen. Well, I'm not going to mention the name, and no, we're not going to mention it. Gay? But <laughs> when I I got a phone call from somebody very well known in the in the in the political spectrum that had to make me laugh because. This, this thing that they're having in Palm Beach, this TPUS gay fucking thing, you know, Trump yeah. Trump is speaking there. Charlie Kirk has made this tremendous, tremendous platform that he is making. He's uh, almost a billionaire, dude. Almost a billionaire. Ridiculous amounts of money on this. <laughs> well, get this. Someone called this individual and said, hey, do you want to speak at the TPU early on? At the Turning Point USA conference in Palm Beach where Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson are going to be speaking. Yes. The answer was yes. And the and the response on the other end of the line was, okay, we'll give you five minutes on stage if you pay us $25,000. A high-profile speaker, very, very high-profile in the movement, okay, I already know was, who it's about. Was, don't don't <laughs> I'm not say saying nothing. Name, I'm not saying nothing. Was 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 told was told mm-hmm. to pay twenty five thousand. He had to call me to make me laugh. It was actually the day I was pulling into uh, Bedminster uh, for for an event that Trump was going to be at, and I laughed and I said, "It's fucking Charlie Kirk, the big head. He's a giant grifter. That's all he does is grift, grift, grift. He's a piece of shit." He's a Fast forward. That individual. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I was most disappointed about with Charlie Kirk was yeah. um. When because he's based out of Arizona, uh, he he covered a lot of the the 2022 steel. Yep. Yep. But I and I actually watched a lot of his coverage. I restreamed a lot of his coverage, and he would not call it election fraud. He's afraid to get sued. 
Yep. Yeah, and I, and I, and that's the thing with he, like he's in bed with the with the Schlaps too, who who are both major grifters. Major grifters. Like, made the the CPAC. It's 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 Hollywood for political idiots. Like Turning Point USA does nothing but make money. CPAC. It's like the award show for conservatives. They do nothing yep. but make money. Well, mm-hmm. what do they do after the big event? So really quick. So twenty five thousand dollars to speak. No, you're out of your mind. He declined. Wow. He put a tweet out calling them out. Right. Mm-hmm. Immediately when he put that tweet out, got a phone call from Charlie Kirk apologizing, saying, no, it was a low-level person in the organization. It's not the case. It's not the case. We're very, very sorry. You know, and the guy's like, listen, I don't I don't pay to go speak places. A lot of times people will pay me to speak. So he says, all right, I'll, I'll, if you want to come and speak Sunday, I'll take care of you. Okay, but you got to take the tweet down. All right, I'll take the tweet down. That's the grift. They're telling people to well, – you can come on stage on our platform, but it's going to cost you $25,000. Yep. Eat a bag of dicks. And what? Come on. Wow. What is Turning Point USA doing with all of this money? What yeah. are they doing with all of their money? The conservative – the grift in the conservative movement is so sick. I'm sitting mm-hmm. here on a podcast, and, now I, and, I, and I do a show. I, run, I have a cigar company, and I do other things. And, and like, all right, I, I self-sponsor myself. Maybe you want to, maybe you want to buy a cigar. You, you, you and 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 support my business that I that I use to support my family. That's not, mm-hmm. hey, you know. I, and then now they come out of the woodwork, all wanting thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars from me, so they can talk about my cigar. It's amazing when I launch a cigar company, Frank. They all came out of the woodwork thinking I would just write checks to everybody and everybody so they would mention my cigar on their fucking platform. It is so disgusting. I have ESPN up my ass weekly. They're media people trying to get me to work something out with them for marketing. ESPN. Like, yeah, ESPN. ESPN is trying so hard to get their audience back to bring you Pat McAfee. They're fucking terrible. No, no, but a piece of garbage, you fucking fat. And it, yeah, it, dis- probably, it disappoints me. There's probably definitely a very big shortage in advertisers right now because of the recession. Sure. So, so I, I worked in FP, uh, a corporate FP&A, like financial planning and analysis for BCBG and a couple other companies. Yeah. The very first thing that gets cut in a recession is marketing and advertising. Yep. And that's why YouTube revenues are down. That's why sponsorships are down. That's why instead of ESPN waiting for you to contact them, they're trying to contact you. They're big trying time. To yeah. They're trying to sell some airtime. That's that's kind of why it's backwards right now. So I was like, oh, how much does it cost to advertise on Rumble? It's gotta be cheap. It is, and, and I haven't. So the, I I am I'm signed up for the account. I just really haven't figured out how to use it. I want to contact somebody there. And in, in Truth Social runs ads too. Like I've so here's the thing also with with tobacco. Like mm-hmm. I can't run Google paid ads. I can't run ads on Facebook. I can't run ads on Instagram or Twitter because I'm a tobacco, tobacco company. Yeah. Tobacco companies, they, they, they don't allow it. Like, it's very hard to market on any type of social media or Google platform. They just don't allow it. Do they allow um, cannabis? No. No CBD, no. I don't, no, no CBD. I don't believe. I but they allow, <laughs> no, they allow the gummies and stuff because Twitter allows the gummies. They, that Cheech and Chong retard is now, every time I scroll, it's uh, it's something about their their gummies, uh, now a sponsored ad. But, but Twitter, I tried... And they actually disabled my ads on the one Twitter account because get this, my mm-hmm. one of my one of the show graphics we use actually for this show, I have a cigar in my mouth. And they say because I'm promoting tobacco, I can't promote anything on Twitter. Hmm. It's stupid. It, it's, it's just it it's, is what it it's, is. It's uh re- really dumb. 
I have a whole someone's T T W uh, who the fuck uh, who's got a whole pack? I got a whole pack of what? Doesn't cost any. I don't know. I'm confused. What? Um, someone's in the chat said James has a whole pack. I don't know what I have a whole pack of though. Maybe you have a whole pack of people that like you, and maybe you have a whole pack of people that hate you. Uh, probably, probably, probably more so the latter. Uh, <laughs> I like when people hate me. Yeah. You piece of shit. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll tell you a, a big thing for me this year. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like I was very, like, like adamantly Republican patriot, blah, 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 and I still am. Mm-hmm. Um, but a big, a big change for me this year is that I realized a lot of those big channels don't really care. Nope. And they're doing it for money. Mostly, a lot of it was that beef between Crowder and um, the Daily Wire or whatever. It's all and fucking like, so wow, gay. You're recording audio conversations and leaking it over a fight for money. And then and then before that, it was the, the Charlie Kirk thing, how he wouldn't call it election fraud because he didn't want to get sued. And yep. I'm like, dude, that's why you have to promote smaller channels so we can say it. They can sue me. I don't own shit. All the yeah. you take my loans, I don't care. You know? You have them. Uh, that's what they should be doing. You know, they they need to get all of us involved, all of us little channels. And that's why, like, you guys remember when the whole the, when the whole thing came out about Crowder and then Candace Owens went after him. Yes, he went and promoted smaller channels, and I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, I I have I have um, my I have my uh, my bone with uh, what's that? No, no, I just said not enough of them do that. They don't. And 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 Candace Owens, I have my issues with too because so do I. She's a great mouthpiece. And, you know, she, you know, the whole, I'm a black female. I came from nothing. I wrote a book. Now she's got her show on the daily wire. She's worth millions. Uh, and she grifted the entire time because here's the thing, like during yeah, she's actually right. a liberal, she was, she was a liberal yeah. like not so long ago. Yeah. But like, but but like does, during, people change, but like during the, the, the midterms and, and the election cycles, she didn't come out and really like fundraise and endorse America first candidates. Like it's like, they don't do anything political to help with the movement. They sit back and they see who their sponsors are. They it, It's like, it, it's, it's a different level of Hollywood without calling it Hollywood. And they're, they're all grifters. Like what are they, what are they doing besides sitting behind a microphone, making millions of dollars with advertisers <sighs> and paid, paid subscriptions? Do you know? No, do you know about? Do you know about her adult work? Candace Owens has some adult work. Yeah. So um, there is Where a website. I forgot it? what it's called. I forgot what I'll it's look called. At that. But but there is a website that specifically targets high. It's a it's a prawn website, and it specifically I, targets high powered Zionists. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I didn't see the work, but I saw her photo. Lauren Bur- Bobert was in there too. Bobert, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't seen it, but I've heard, um, Candace Owens is on there. Yeah. Nice. Was it like they just, they just show what it's like, put the there. nude. And no, they it was like, it was like a front modeling agency, uh, an acting agency. And, yeah. 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 And, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's prawn all over and, there. And, and both, both Lauren and, and Candace were on the website. Um, Lauren was on there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, oh yeah. Big time. Yeah, um, yeah. Candace Owen apparently wanted to be an actress, but she was offered more money by conservatives to be a conservative. And, and that's that. that I, I really wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Like, there's there, there's a lot of people that see an opportunity to make money, and we talked about it earlier. And this is why we we hit it off right off the bat. Frank is there's so many people in this space that are just fake. Like they're yes. they're they're. they're, they're they're not authentic at all. They put on an act, uh, even if they even if they do believe the things that they're saying, like they 
act like they're something that they're not to set to, to be cooler. Uh, yeah. Ziploc says Bobert was an escort. Yeah. You probably saw the same thing that I saw with Candace. Uh, Wow. But uh, I'm all about making money and capitalism, but I'm also also I'm also all about elevating small businesses and helping them, especially new ones, because I've done it before without without grabbing every dollar that they're trying to make. Like, granted, there's going to be a time where I'm going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on marketing the Patriot Cigar Company. It is going to happen. So. All right. So really quick. I had an opportunity because Tucker Carlson was going to uh, Romania to interview uh, the Tates, which I believe he just dropped that today on his Twitter. I haven't watched it yet. It's like a two and a half hour video. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm also pissed off at Twitter, so I went and ripped it and uploaded it on my Rumble. Good. You know, I was thinking about doing that as well, actually. I'm, that's so funny. People are going to be searching for Andrew Tate, and it'll come right up. Because it, what idea. happened was – I, I sent I sent my cigars over to Romania with their I know both I know both of their attorneys, and oh. um, I didn't expect it. But Tristan was a Tristan Tate did a uh, one of his cigar Q and A shows on Rumble, and he actually pulled out the cigars. Him and his buddy Rory, they were smoking them. And gave it a great review. Gave it a great review. I did wow. not I did not pay him to do that. I, after he did it, I thanked him on Twitter. He thanked he he said you're welcome. He followed me. And last weekend, because of Tristan Tate, sales went through the roof. I had I had about three dozen people from the UK and Canada say, hey, we saw your cigars on, on Tristan Tate's show. We mm. want to buy them. Will you ship to us? I don't ship overseas. I have to figure out a way to do that with the tobacco. And then – this morning, I, I this morning I, I look in and I see an order, and and literally Tristan Tate actually went and bought cigars to send to gifts to people in the United States. Like wow. I, I didn't, I didn't, I have nothing worked out with Tristan Tate. He nope. just did it on his own, and that was it. And and you know what? That's what that's what people in the conservative space with tremendous platforms and followings should be doing for conservative-owned businesses. That's what they should be doing. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah like the, the, uh, a big a big problem I had, you know, I'm going back to the Charlie Kirk and how him not calling out election fraud for what it is. If all of us were about as, you know, if, if the big guys were just a little bit smaller and they can make do that by elevating a little uh, all of us a little bit more, we could be their mouthpieces for the things they can't say. Without a doubt. Like I Steve Bannon, that. say that Dominion is, you know, cheating elections but i can they can't sue me for anything you know i'll say that all day matter if i say it they they shared an office space with george soros and the open society foundation in canada bannon no uh dominion oh i was like speaking of deep state operatives did you guys see henry kissinger get faked out by a Zelensky uh ai bot no, when was this? Oh my god, dude! This is—I don't know when this was, but someone trolled him big time. I love that when that happens. Look at this guy, turtle, turtle. Oh, hold on! I hold on. Oh, you got to put the audio on. Look at this him. guy. Looks like he's gonna die. North <laughs> Street. You know he's the godfather of the petrodollar. Yep. Yeah, he's the guy who ushered it in. How do you think? Who is behind? Who is behind of explosion of Nord Stream two? Who 
who is guilty? How do you think? I, I frankly have told you. Really? You think that we? <laughs> no, no. I didn't blame you. I didn't blame you? <laughs> is this guy gonna die? I would not say that as a criticism. That's so real. <laughs> what? We thought it was you. He I did not blame you. <laughs> he thought he was talking to Zelensky. He thought wow. it was just distracting me. Like, listen to the guy's voice. It doesn't even sound like... Oh, Nord Stream 2. He's like, what? He's thinking about it. Oh, look. How do you think? How do who you is think? behind? Who is behind of explosion of Nord Stream 2? <laughs> wow. Who is guilty? How do you think? I, I frankly have told you. <laughs> really? <laughs> you we? No, no. No, no. Oh, that's great. You. No, I didn't blame you. Oh, that's great. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, Henry Kissinger getting to one of the most evil human beings on the face of this planet up there with George Iflap Soros. Who do you think is more evil? I don't know, dude. I would love to have a conversation with your buddy Roger about Henry Kissinger. I'm sure he's got some pretty cool stories about that guy. He might. I he bet might. He does. I bet he does. That guy's done some really fucking evil shit. Uh, That's freaky. What, so what do you got? What do you got in store for the NPC show? Anything good coming up? Or you're just you're just streaming every day and just doing what you do? Yeah. So I mean, you know, the the sh whatever I've been doing for my show, it hasn't it hasn't been working. The audience has not been growing. Um, me, well, my friend. Yeah, the, the thing was me reading news poorly and making jokes is not really going far. And so I I've had to do that Yeah, and so I've had to do other things like that. And that's why I started to get into Twitter. Uh, but since I got banned from Twitter, now I'm pushing kicks. I'm trying to be a streamer now, not just like a news reader, news clip type of guy. Fix your uh, audio, James. The white noise again. Sorry. Yeah, got it. And then I'm also I'm starting to have guests on. Unfortunately, I think I would get whacked if I had either of you on. So I, if I did, it had to be a non-YouTube show. Yeah, you couldn't have us on YouTube. No, yeah, yeah. you you don't want me on YouTube, dude. You could yeah. have you couldn't have James on YouTube. You could have, I, I, you could, have could go on I YouTube. Could do YouTube friendly. That I could do. James, James could just his face. Would my name, my face, my anything about me. Yeah. YouTube will will fucking shut you down. Like I still, uh, I still have YouTube channels. I just don't use them. I've had a couple banned in the past, but that, it was during COVID, and I, you know, I guess I was talking about vaccines that, that they didn't like. But I, I didn't like. If I could probably, if if I thought about like my morning show that I do every morning now, I'm in my third week of it, and I just do it on I do it on Rumble and and CloudHub and Facebook and and uh, wherever I'll get her. But like, mm. um, I, I thought about doing it on YouTube, but then I'm like. You know, I don't even know if they would just from the name MAGA Mornings and being a picture of me mm -hmm. with a MAGA hat, it would probably get nuked. And Donald Trump know. is the son. Well, well no. Yeah. So for 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 the Q people, they had a they had a they made up a reason to, and that's because of the tri the Christchurch thing, right? But yeah. if you have a MAGA, if it's a MAGA channel, they can't ban you because because then that that'd be election meddling. Election meddling. Yeah. yeah, I never tried it. Maybe so, I mean, they have their guidelines. You can't. The, a big thing that they're hammering on right now is reused content. Like yes. if I, like for example, you played the video of uh, Roseanne Barr 
and and Theo Vaughn, that constitutes reused content because the only way you're allowed to do that is if it's transformative, meaning you have to disagree with them. So, so again, you can play liberals talking on your channel and right. agree with them, but you can't you can't just play someone speaking like Ted Cruz and be like, yeah, he's right. You know, that's reused content. So, uh, actually, um, who was it? Big gigantic channel just got demonetized. Uh, uh, that Luke guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the Luke, he got demonetized. From, from Tim Pool? got demonetized. I got three of my six channels demonetized for reuse content. They're back now. You, you have to go back and delete them and then reapply. Uh, and uh, it was tricky for me because, remember, my, my small channels are clips of the, of the main show. Right. So the first time I reapplied, they denied me. So I have to go and delete all the live streams, which I do anyways. I don't keep anything around more than um, 60 days. Right. But for the live streams, those go away after 72 hours to avoid strikes. So because I had the main show on the main channel, I had clips on a on an NBC parents channel that constitutes reused content of my own channel. Oh, my God. Yeah, so as, so as a result, they denied it because the, the system was still red flag. No, it was reused content. So I had to delete the main shows. But you, you I mean, you've never been banned, have you? <laughs> I had one channel banned on YouTube, but I have other channels that I just don't use. I have a monetized channel, but that's what was the band? What was um, the band? Was it three strikes or yeah, it was three strikes. I, I, I was I was a major part of that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, if you're banned, they, they reserve the right to ban any future ones that you make. Yeah, so I don't. I don't even mess. I don't even mess with YouTube anymore. My my focus really is that I I. I really rumble grew on me and I really like rumble and it seems to grow a little bit every day. Not at the rate that I wanted it to. I was stagnant for a while. But Let's hope it's not Frank's not right with the shadow bot viewers. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I, I have my doubts, but it is, it is what it is. But when I see, when I see the, the, uh, these, the followers grow, you know, it, it, it's good. And, and, and the more, more interaction in the chat, obviously, like if you're in the rumble, channel and you have an account you should be in the chat especially with channels like ours where we're going to interact with you you know mm -hmm. good bad or indifferent but i also believe frank and i and I, when i started this podcasting uh like was this going i think going on my third year now mm -hmm. i'm i'm very big with the other shows like shows like yours that's how james and i met like yep. and and promoting other shows promoting and... other shows going on each other's shows like frank you have an open invitation to our show anytime you want to just come and shoot the shit for a few hours you know we do it on tuesdays and fridays like literally just... and anytime it's like hey what are you guys doing you want to do a show anytime even last minute anytime. you want to come on we we know we've done a sh we've we've done it now we know we can rap with you for hours and it yeah, can we can help. literally keep this going all night. Yeah, can, yeah, especially James. He, he doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know. Alan, Alan wishes he had my button. He'd hit it on me all day. Some, like, literally, sometimes on Fridays, we'll do four or four and a half hour shows just talking about all kinds of shit. But I think it's important for people that have that, that are in that same in the same wheelhouse because we could merge our audiences. Like I want people from our shows to go and follow NPC on rumble mm -hmm. and anywhere else and watch your show. We want kick and, your, kick and all that and, and your viewers to see us. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm planning to restream this uh, maybe tomorrow. I'm thinking Saturday is a better day. There'll be more traffic Sure. Uh, on, on my, cause I forgot to host you today. <laughs> oh, I thought you were hosting it. Well, you weren't on, 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 on kick. Oh, that's why. Yeah, they yeah, kicked yeah. Well, didn't work. I don't know what the fuck happened. 
because uh, white memes said I was white memes said I was being stream sniped. I thought he was talking about your stream. What does that mean? Stream snipe is when you when when someone else is restreaming you and then commentating over it. Sometimes they're there to talk shit. Sometimes they're supporters. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I wonder who's stream sniping me then. I thought I thought it was you when he said that. I thought it was you, so I didn't think anything of it. I wonder who the hell is stream sniping me then. Yeah, because yours yours didn't go on to just like maybe I think an hour into the show, right? For what? On kick. Uh, is kick running right now? I thought it was it. I thought I thought maybe it was somebody else. I, don't, I got a notification. I think it was I you. Want, I want people to stream snipe me and talk all kinds of shit. Like I love I love yeah, I hope when that's people the case. attack me on social media. Like it just gives me that energy yeah. and that drive just to keep shoving it up their ass more because I just don't you can't take anything away from me. You know, it's, like you can't you can't do anything to me. Yeah, a lot of those a lot of the comedians do that because they have drama. So yeah. one of them will be streaming. They'll be, and another person will restream that person and talk shit as his show's going on. <laughs> Hilarious. Quite means if straight. you're still in the chat, who's stream sniping? I want to turn on the chat and double stream snipe them and well, talk shit if they're talking shit. Um, right. <laughs> literally, what, what are we? What are we going on? Three hours? Yeah, it's eleven. It's eleven thirty my time. But, I, yeah, I let's, gotta get let's, up early. Let's in the let's wrap let's wrap it up. Frank, tell everybody where they can find you one more time. Cool. Uh, thenpcshow.com will will link you to everything. It's a pretty simple page. Uh, it's got everything. It's got my everywhere I stream, everywhere I I work at my vods, video on demand, the videos, all my social media, which I've already removed Twitter, and then all the places where you can support me at the very bottom. Uh, on the on the right column, there is a mailing list. I don't spam. I will simply send an email when I go live. Um, yeah, and, and, and yeah, the, the thenpcshow.com will be able to you'll be able to find everything there. Sweet. So make sure you go and check out Frank's show, the NPC show, uh, news, politics, and what comedy now, right? You changed it to comedy. Yeah, yeah. News, politics, yeah, and originally, comedy. Uh, originally, it's news, politics, and culture. I've changed it to comedy because, um, um, yeah, it's it's missing. It's missing in the title. Yeah, it's we, definitely uh, uh become a shit talking show lately. Well, you're talking a lot about tits, and 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 last <laughs> la- last last question, last question in the political sphere. If given opportunity, to see a set of tits. Whose tits are you picking? If I give it, uh, whose set of tits would I see? Um, uh, Elise Stefanik. Okay. Elise Stefanik. Fair, fair, and we didn't even get to ask him about his thoughts on George Washington. Am I able to screen share? Uh, no, I don't know how. I don't there, think you can through OBS. Tell you, tell you no. what, uh, as a treat for everyone out there, I am going to upload a very nice picture of covered Elise Stefanik's tits. Okay, I want to see that. Uh, I want to see I this. The both of them, and you guys can check it out on Truth Social, obviously, because I'm banned on yeah. Twitter. So you're gonna find yeah, that on Truth yeah. Social. Oh, I'll definitely check that out. I'll definitely <laughs> we'll, re- we'll, re- we'll repost it on Truth. She's a That's very underrated. She's got like a full ass body and everything. Oh fuck yeah! We'll have to check that out. We, <laughs> next time, next time we have to we have you on. We're gonna have to talk about because Alan has an interesting theory that George Washington and, and J- Thomas Jefferson are in fact black. Um, and I want to get your opinion on it. Find we'll, me a white guy with the last name Washington. Find me a white guy with the last name Washington, other than George Washington, which we have no real photos of. Denzel Washington is pretty white. <laughs> <laughs> He's the whitest. He might be the whitest black guy. He might be. It's very possible. About Denzel. It's very, you know, he's, yeah. Yeah. it's 
white, yeah. white as he gets. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, make sure you guys go and check out Frank, follow him on all his platforms and check out his show daily at one o'clock. Frank, we appreciate you coming on. We'll be back on Friday cool. to gang bang on the government some more. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun until next time, guys, where we go one, we go all. See you, See all. you guys. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, 
And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The truth.